2: Good evening, everyone. My name is Prophet Larry Honoré Jr., and I thank God for everybody that's on the line. Uh, I learned something um, about um, Daniel, Uh, Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and the Hebrew boys. Um, You know, I learned something so powerful and I give God the glory. Of learning these things, Um, I found out why in scriptures, you know, uh, Abram' name changed to Abraham, Uh, Sarah was changed to Sarah. Um, You had so many people, uh, Saul, uh, his name changed to Paul in the New Testament. And you you many other had name changes, and what I have found out that why God changed their name because at that time uh Pharaoh and uh if you go to the uh the kings of Babylon and Caesar uh they used to worship the moon and the stars, and if you find out about the moon stars that they associate with Muslims and you know, I found out that uh, a lot of you know they worship uh, different things. You know, you had idol worship, and you had those that was Muslims. And and why uh, the spirit of the Lord hasn't changed their name because uh, when Jews was captive, uh, they went under the name of Muslims. So God gave them a name change. So what I have learned uh, in today's society if you know that anybody who, who convert to say uh from one thing to Muslim they always give them a new name. I think of Cassius Clay. Um his name was Muhammad Ali. Um I forgot Malcolm X's name. Uh Holy Spirit. Uh his name was Malcolm X uh you uh, had many others and so uh, like I wanna tell people, you know, God uh changes people's name and you know uh Muslims is nothing new. Uh, it's not new and they still trying to take over. Uh, and, and if you think about it in the book of Daniel, uh if anybody didn't, didn't serve the idol, didn't serve the king, uh, uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, in the Bible, when uh, the king, Shadrach Meshach, uh, it's a certain music sound they have to make. Uh, And if they don't bow to the king, that they're going to get killed, they're going to get persecuted. Uh, Today, that's still going on because there's a horn that, uh, like Muslim mosques blow, and they immediately bow down. So if you notice... Um, you know, um, Muslim people, they some of them, I can't speak for all, they'll kill you quick if you don't follow their rules, uh, their cultures. Um, and that went on. So I learned something. I said, wow, Lord, I never thought. I thought Muslim was a, a new thing, but it, it is the counterfeit of the Bible, you know, to cover yourself. So I wanna, you know, tell people, people are uh, always looking for a new Antichrist. You so that the Antichrist will be root. No, the Antichrist is the people who are here. They are the you know, you have Catholics that that do not uh honor the things of Jesus Christ, do not honor the things of God. Are uh, they the uh Catholics uh you know, you never uh, hear, heard of any pros, pros, uh, prosecution against Catholics. Um, even the Muslims, you never hear mass persecution. Um, to, to this day, Christians are still being persecuted. Uh, Jews and blacks are still being persecuted. So, you know, things we have to be in account of. And I'm not telling anybody to... to uh, to be afraid, but at the same time, we need to put the full arm of God on, and and you and you have to remember, um, you know uh, that if you don't serve Christ, you got to go all the way. People think it's a new group. You no, know. uh, to this day, uh, Catholics, um, or they they uh, practice. Uh, exorcism, which is um, trying to cast out demons and devils, which go against the principles of Christianity. You know, Jesus uh, commanded those spirits to come out, and they came out, Paul, and different things. So they do everything opposite of the Bible. Um, And Martin Luther, which wrote the Protestant Reformation, the 99 Theses, Back in 15 1600 era, uh, he came against the Catholics on one end, but but at the same time, uh, he came against Jews uh, uh, with the mass killings of Jews. So uh, what I want to tell everybody: don't be afraid to learn history, to learn uh, to really go in depth in the Bible, because. Uh, what I have learned, that it's more than just shouting. It's more than just t- uh, tearing up the, the carpet and tearing up the pews and shouting over the place And It's more than and speaking in tongues are a gift from God. Speaking in tongues is not the evidence that you have the Holy Spirit, but it's a gift from God. So do not let nobody say, oh, you speak in tongues, you got the Holy Ghost. No. Tongues are a gift. The Holy Spirit is a seal. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, uh, The the Holy Spirit is a seal for the coming of Jesus. Tongues are a gift. uh, um, Sermon a gift. There's many gifts. But do not get caught up in the things of the world. And the Spirit of the Lord is... To, me to tell everybody he's going to teach you to learn his ways Whatever. you know people say oh the bible been written over and over and over and man it's in it I'll help you with this the same people that tells me that and, and I, and I address them and say well you read the Quran the Quran was written by a man oh nah but it Prophet uh, Elijah, his spirit of that book. I say, well, the spirit of God was with Moses when Moses wrote uh, the Old Testament. Uh, 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 David, Solomon, um, uh, Paul, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, uh, Timothy, Peter, and it's so much. But at the same time, it was written by me. so. Don't let no one see you from the truth of God. Read, stay in your word, read your word. And the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit will reveal things. And we, and we and we are so, some of us are so gung-ho like, uh, God's going to have to say me everything. You know what the Spirit of the Lord had me do? He'll have me listening to the, the, the leaders and teachers and pastors and my Holy Spirit bear witness. And then as I read, the Holy Spirit showed me something. So do not let the enemy stop you from reading god's word it's amazing we, we can read magazines uh that's written by men. most magazines are, are, are opinion opinionated literature uh it's, it's by the opinions of others whether it's uh fact or fiction and um, when you look at TV, TV shows the reality shows they are a lot of the it's fiction. I, uh, very little facts. So, I, I want to tell everybody today that the Spirit Lord said, Pick up my word, eat my word, drink from my word, eat, study. And he's going to reveal revelations, revelations, and revelations. You know, these deep, deep revelations, you know, revelations are revelations. He's going to give you revelations of things that you're going to say, wow, wow, Lord. Uh, you know, uh, as I found out that, um, about Noah, you Noah was a drunk, and his son uh, took off his clothing, tried to cover him up, and Noah cursed his son. But first of all, um, that's a spirit of homosexuality because, you know, I'm just be honest, unless you in public and you're, 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 let's just say a parent or something, uh, out in public and you try to cover them, but if they in their own privacy of their home, their room, and you're going in there and trying to cover them, you don't have no business in there. So, um, you know, and uh, and it's things I learned, but through the revelation of God. And I just want to tell everybody: stay in the Word. And the only way you can discern people that's uh, not uh, Bible-based because you have God's Word in you and His Spirit in you. That's how you discern it. You know, people think, "Oh, this discernment will automatically no but discerning goes with learning, praying. You know, you, you just, I'm, I'm going to help you out with this. Many of you all are, are adults. You all have kids. Now, I'm going to help you with this. You didn't start learning a lot of things, of discerning a lot of things until, until you went through something. And you say, oh, I see. Now, I'm not going to go that route again. Yeah, when I start, you know, and you can tell things you feel or things you hear, Say, no, that don't my spirit don't bear witness to that. Discernment keeps in. No discernment don't come upon you. Uh, and and I and I say, Lord, why you just say tell me that I will meet this person. They gonna send me through hell. They was a witch. You know, why you didn't warn me? And God is gonna I've seen you do things to tell others that how Christ, Jesus Christ, got you out of that. To tell people about what you went through, to bring them out. Yeah, I understand, but well I need to go through it. I don't live the 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 basic life of being a goodie 2 shoes being polite, being good. And then Spirit being good is not enough. You'll never become strong um mentally you know, unless you go through things. You know, a lot of people is on a the Popeye syndrome. all I gotta do is just eat some Spinach and I'm gonna get strong. Uh all I need to do is uh do this and I'm gonna be strong. And, and a lot of us have wild imagination, but going through trials to make you strong. And discernment and that's how you can tell others. That's why the Bible says elders teach the young people you've been through You discern things. You And now oh, you, you can discern things a mile away. You, you can listen to a conversation and know immediately that a person is um, full of air. So the Spirit of the Lord said, get in my word. And as the more you get in the word, watch the Spirit of come forth. Um the Spirit of Lord said are going to have major preachers. Uh, that's well known don't try to trick the people that's going to manipulate the word of God. If you pay attention, a lot of well-known pastors, lots, I'm saying over half, don't really say Jesus or Jesus Christ. They'll say God, 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 God all day. And they refer to Jesus as a scripture. But you'd be surprised are people that we um, a Admire that really doesn't do not use the name of Jesus, and the great falling away in the last days is not because tribulation gonna happen, because people gonna want to hear things that really not of God. They want this new social, uh, I'm gonna say socialism, movement, um, uh, liberal. The movement means um, we all want one color, one race, we all eat the same food, we all eat we wear the same uniform. No, it doesn't work like that. But you, 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 absolutely. God call, all God prophets, you prophets know, and apostles and managers, teachers. You. you, you want to be like the uh, salmon fish. I'm going to help y'all with this. A salmon fish go against the current. Most salmon go against the current. They swim upstream, they don't swim downstream.
3: Uh bears. Bears are very territorial animals. You know God
2: is proud. you know you hear bear, a lion, an eagle, the full face of man. The eagle is the only bird that can fly high altitudes that most birds cannot handle. Uh, eagles are mostly uh, solo birds. Eagles fly alone. And, and to get higher height in the things of God. And an eagle can see, um, they say, an eagle can see miles down. So how, how are you going to be affected in the things of God and you look at bears, bears don't don't uh don't uh, hang in games. Uh, bears don't have cliques. Bears have the cubs, but majority of the bears, you know, you have bomb bear but most bears are wrong solo. They don't have a bunch of bears with them. They're very territorial. Lions, very territorial. Uh these the king of the jungle. So, what I want to tell people, when you, um, you fully devote yourself to things of God, get in his word, you're going to go against the grain. You're going to go against the current. You're going be territorial with many people. God going to raise you up by yourself. you going to send people to help you and to be a blessing. you. You know, you can't do it by yourself. But these are the things I learned. You know, God is. I'm going to say this. God is removing people out of their life. You know, know, I'm going to be honest. You know, some of y'all have been married once, twice, three times. Some have been married four And and people are saying, well, that person has been married three, four, five times. Um, Something's mentally wrong with them. Something is They don't need to get married. But. They mean chose people that wasn't of God. And and don't don't be it's me. Well, I thought my wife was a Christian. I thought my husband was a Christian. Oh, so, uh, they say they love me but their heart is far from me. So uh God said his timing he's moving people out of your life, uh, people that are major distractions, family that's major distractions. And it doesn't mean you. And, and then the people moving out of your life, it's not going to be a great offense. But he's doing it. God so said, I'm cutting. You won't cut it, I would cut it. You won't do it, I would remove it. I would uproot it. And the way he's taking you is not by popular demand. <laughs> when I say that, it, the way he's taking you is not popular. Some of y'all gonna be preaching to majority of white people. Some of y'all be preaching the majority Asian and um different cultures. You're not gonna be preaching, I'm gonna just preaching to my black my black people need to get out get out of their uh, stuff. I'm i I'm gonna hang in with my black people. It's not Jesus helped the Canaanite woman, he helped the uh, Samaritan woman, Jesus helped a, he helped a, <laughs> a Centurion soldier. Which was uh, part of Caesar Roman uh, authority, uh, you know. Jesus, said, I came to my own; my own received me not. And, and I'm gonna be honest: many of y'all that are prophets and apostles, you notice that your own family, your own blood, your own race didn't really receive of you when you are totally serious about the things of God. So when God seen a people, He send a people that. Searching for him that wants him. You know, he, uh, that, you know, I'm gonna help you out with this. God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit is about saving souls, not saving skins, not saving skin colors. It's all about saving souls. And you say, man, and if he not call you a sellout, oh, she always become asian, right? Y'all you know, was with the Mexicans. She with the white folks. I mean, he so was. Oh with God saying?
3: yeah. God said, those are people that I'm you. to. They can call you whatever,
2: but they didn't honor you. And and what I have learned, people love the God of you, God in you, but they don't love your personality. They don't love you as a person. But they want to use the God side of you. No. That's a slap in the face. It is like, tell me I'll treat God like that. But God say he, he he's doing some real right. And some people say, Lord, I feel sorry for him. Lord, bring him back. And Lord said, do you can speak to me about them.
3: I'm trying to get them saved. You know uh, another thing.
2: You know some of y'all been in some some bad relationships, and God say if they don't repeat, if they don't turn, I'm removing them out of your life. And He's not giving me uh, what type of things He's doing to remove them, but God is. And God say I'm, I'm sending people. I'm 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 putting I'm putting I'm putting your life. In His right will, God said, "I have a right will for you. A right will. A right will. Some of y'all been in God's y'all been in God's promiscu, uh His promiscuous will, His permissive will, for so long. Permissive. You've been in the wilderness, permissive, that wilderness that God draws into wilderness." And then, you know, people people say, well, I had one kid, two kids, five kids from this man. or six kids. How he's not in my right will? Uh, Lord, I did this with this woman. I built a business. And God said, that's what you chose. That ain't what I chose. So God is doing it. So God say, he's doing it. It's time. It's his way or no way. You pray to me, God, fix this.
3: When God said, I want to fix it, but you want to hang on to your permits of will. But, God, you put this together. I said, no, I didn't.
2: Then something, God said, I put it together, but you're
3: not holding your end of the deal. You're not honoring my statutes, my covenant. You're being flat-footed rebellious. The Lord said, not, not no more.
2: God said, I'm, I'm removing people out of your life that's hindrance. And I always say, dust, dust this, dust." that? Girl, you, you don't need to do that. You need to do something
3: else. The obey me. Listen to my voice. Obey me. Lord, I got all these fears. The Lord say, uh, everyone in the Bible had fears. But they did it. They overcame. The Lord says, it's
2: time out. When praying to me, God say, I'm going to put you in my right wheel."
3: My perfect will for your life. And some of y'all, God showed you your husband.
2: Oh no, Lord, I'm not him.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: I'm there rebuking
3: God. The devil is a lie. No, sure, Lord, so you're looking at status.
2: I want a man, I want a woman, this, that. Looking for status. For God's sake, what I put together, you can't help but to be blessed. And what I put together, don't let no man come between you. But God said, I'm going to give you assurance
3: in your heart that I put this together. not what you want is what my right will is. Some of y'all been praying. Lord, change him, change him, Jesus. Change him, Lord. And God said, I know. I'm trying to get you from under that. And i let the devil play with you.
2: Oh, you, 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 you. this person now. And I don't know about no man. I want no woman with four kids. No, no man. I want no woman with two kids. You do no man. No, God say, I'm in control. It's people in 60s, 50s, 70s, getting married all day, every day. But God say,
3: let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. God, God, some of y'all God is moving in ministry. True Lord, say let me do it. You know, God, I'm gonna tell y'all this. Not be any day, God gonna show you where, where your ministry is. Who you to be ministering to?
2: And the people that you really can't stand. Here's <laughs> the people you're gonna have to minister to. Oh, Lord, I can't stand black people. Oh, Lord, I can't stand white folks. Oh, Lord, I can't stand them Mexicans. Lord, you know, I don't like no Chinese food, no Chinese folk. I don't like Cowboy food. You can't say that what God gonna sing you to. Oh Lord, I can't relate to them people. Oh Lord, I can't fool them Africans and them Iranians. Right? God gonna be seeing them Indians people from India. Oh Lord, I can't Lord, All them people be spanking, oh I can't deal with them. the men are horrible that, God, God, that's what I'm seeing too. And some of y'all know, you all in there, oh, no, Satan, the lot of I want to deal with this, my people. don't work like that. don't work like that. It don't work like right
3: that. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just pray for your people on this line.
2: Lord Jesus, I pray that you would captain open their minds, open their hearts to the things of you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. Lord, show everybody there the, the ministry you have for them. Show them what they need to do. Show them the, the place. Show them, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, show them their husbands, show the men their wives. Show them, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I just say thank you. Lord, I thank you for showing who you have for your people. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bind up the lives of the enemy that keeps like us stagnating. In the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, I thank you for removing every distraction from your people. And Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, deliver us from a spirit of laziness. You know, uh, people, I'm always tired, The Lord say, it's a tired spirit coming on you, but Lord say, you can't be tired a whole seven days mean I'll get lazy. And Lord, I pray you deliver us all from that spirit. Deliver us from the spirit of lust. Deliver us from the uh, powerful spirit. Lord, I pray that everyone ye, even that Jezebel spirit that's lying dormant, Lord, deliver your people from that spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, I just say thank you. I say thank you, Father. Let's praise you. let lift you up, Father. And Lord, I pray that husband would love their wives as Christ loved the church and, and uh, and wives will go to their husbands. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I burn up this, this lie, the world system, the, the lies of the enemy towards marriage. marriage people uh, people treat marriage like the lotto. Um, only I get married is the money there. You know, I don't need love. I just need money. The Lord, love covers a multitude of sins, number one, and two, Love conquers, and, and if there's no love, nobody ain't gonna cover you. When there's no love, people don't cover you. They can't cover you. They can't cover you in prayer. They can't uh, cover you. Uh, just uh, be a friend to you. When there's no love, money money can't cover you. And Father God, I when a person don't love you, they, they they really not for you. You know, I can learn to love. The devil is alive. It's, it's no learning. You don't go to school to love. And, Father God, I pray that no one will get trapped with a counterfeit made, Father. It's about it soul. It's glory. Lord, I see you showing people they make. And then, but the mate that you show them, they might have black hair. But at the same time, the mate you showing them, the, the devil showing them. See, the devil don't know what people show unless they open their mouth. Their tongues has become a snare, and they get somebody that looks like them or looks like her, but it's not. Like, it's not them. So, Lord, I pray, because even the Lord going to have you look at distinctive marks. Some people might have birthmark on their ankle, or on their not ankle, on their wrist, or birthmark on their arm, or, you know, and I'm going to be really, you know, if people got tattoos out of the world, and there are going to be certain things uh, that you have to pay attention to. And Lord said you can't share your vision with everybody. Lord, I pray that they don't get deceived. And even some of them got twins. And 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 I'm gonna tell you this: every twin you got, you, you know, you get it. I was told that you have a good twin and an evil twin, You got a fraternal twin, and all these different twins. A lot of you pray that if they are twins, that you show distinctive marks. That Lord, they don't be fooled even by twins, and even with triplets. Give them distinctive this, this marks, and Lord, and you got some people that that against the same thing. The enemy, the enemy is cunning. They'll, they'll get some that looks like you. Ah, about see. Just like Jacob and Esau. Jacob stole Esau's blessing. What Jacob' mother did, uh, put. Birds on him because Esau was a very hairy man, and Isaac blessed Jacob, but Esau was the oldest child, and and and, and he put hairy, put fur on him, and 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 tried to disguise his voice, but uh, since. Jacob was blind, was poor in vision. He couldn't tell Jacob from Esau. But Lord, I pray that no one will get fooled in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray, and Lord, I pray for those women who've been through divorce, and they they matured, yes, Lord, but Lord, they hang on to a lot of hurts and uh, discouragements and resentment. Bitterness and anger, and they look at like, uh, and even some of them look at their body every day. and say, "Lord, he messed up my body. Lord, I, I, I could have kept my sister. He didn't me these and All this stuff. Lord, Lord I could have went to college. I could have went further in my education. I could have stayed where I was at, but I moved, and look what happened." But Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray you restore. And Lord, I even pray you restore their bodies. Restore, restore. You know, um, restore them. You know, and you know, they got shows talking our reborn bird birding. You know, but all I pray you restore them. Restore their emotions. Restore everything. And God, you can restore. You know, and, you know, something that. Once your body experience, will never get it back. If you can't, uh, if you thought you can't look to no more, Unless God do a supernatural miracle. There's some things you have to accept, but Lord, I pray that you restore. Restore their emotions. Restore their soul. Lord, I pray that anybody searching for Mass, that Lord, they you will not go into Mass with a scattered soul you know, messed up spirit messed up mentally and emotionally. Lord, I pray for a complete healing. Our food Yes, for fire, fire. Holy Ghost fire into the souls and the spirit of your people. Lord, I pray for a new heart. Lord, I pray, Father, that Lord, I pray that when these relationships come together, it'd be like two people that was like virgin; They never experienced a man or a woman. But Lord, even though they have but the love, the refreshness. And some people say, I'm just tired, I don't even got the strength no more. Lord, I pray that you renew their strength. Your, your, your strength is made perfect in weakness in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I just say thank you. Uh, and Lord, I pray for the men that, Lord, they will be completely healed. Deliver every man, every woman who went through any type of addiction, alcohol, gambling, sexual addiction, uh, anger, anything. Deliver them, set them free in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, I pray that those who love to give, that you put them in marriages, that they give and they receive. They love to give. They give to one another. They give so much. And, Lord, I pray for marriages. And, Lord, I pray for your glory in marriages. I pray for your glory. I pray for your holy ghost fire. Jesus, I pray that you be the center of all these marriages and even people, before people get married. Lord, I even pray. That even in church, if people decide to go the traditional way of getting married in church, that, Lord, I pray that even a married couple people in the church can feel your spirit and you know glory in the church. Lord, I wouldn't be surprised when people get married and go together that they see a lot of light from heaven shining on the couple, shining on the church, give them a that give us him that, Lord, you put it together that you will join this thing in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just say thank you. I pray you for, for doing these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for those who are struggling in their flesh and say, Lord, I don't want to get married. I, but, Lord, even though they, they body have urges, Lord, I pray that, that, Lord, the sexual affection is a natural thing. It's it no different from blood pumping in our body. But Lord, I pray we give them a way of escape for those urges. And at the same time, Father, I pray that, that Lord, you would heal them. And Lord, at a time when people were virgin, Lord, they did not even care for sake, they didn't think of sake. Lord, I pray that you place your spirit, that you help them in those times, even though they experience, but Lord, give them give them strength in those areas. Some people practice <coughs> celibacy, and all that. A woman of God, uh, as well as man of God, said so they went on twenty-one day fast. They went on long fasts to kill those urges, try to destroy them. But when they got out to fast, the urges were still there. But Father God, I pray that you would help everybody who's going through that. And Lord, we love you and say. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as uh, as I decrease, Lord, you increase in me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen and amen.
3: Glory, glory, glory. Thank you. Book of John, chapter three. John, chapter three. John, chapter. John chapter 3. There was a man named Nicodemus, a Jewish religious leader who was a
2: Pharisee. After dark, one evening, he came to speak to Jesus. Rabbi, he said, and read our New Living Translation, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. The miraculous signs are evident that God is with you. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God.
3: What do you mean? Exclaimed Nicodemus. How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born
2: again? Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and his Spirit. I'm going to start right here. How do you get born again? Remember, you got first got saved, and everything was new. Uh, you remember when you was a little child, there were certain things was new, like, "Mommy, why is this? Daddy, why is this?" It's so big question. But if you don't, if you don't question God, how would God know? And when you're born again the desire to do what's right. You, even a child, you know a child has his natural tendency of you a know, child lie and try to cover up or you know that you have temper tantrums they hyper but at the same time they don't know how to scheme and how to manipulate until much older. You know, but when you really have died you ain't trying to purposely hurt anybody.
3: So the Lord says, Some of y'all need to get born again. But I've been saved
2: and, and all this stuff, but, but you still
3: acting like your father, the devil. You don't want it to change. Verse 6. Humans can. Reproduce human
2: life. Humans can reproduce only human life. But the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants. Just as you can hear the wind, but cannot tell where it comes from. Where is it going? So you can't explain to people. Uh, the, how, how people are born into the spirit. I'm happy out with it. If you notice, the most meteorologists they have barometers, uh, barometers meters. Ball meters. Uh, they have different things, flags, or something to give you a sense of the direction of the wind. So, only way you gonna know. God's wind, uh, direction in your life, where he want to take you, let God be your bar meter. Let God tell you what direction to go. You know, God probably pushing you and said, I need you to go south, and you're going north. But you, you can never be productive. You'll never be all God can be if you if you yourself your own person. you got to get out of yourself. I'm happy with this. Some of y'all say, "I'm oh, meteorologist." Take uh, for example, you don't. Know, you're a meteorologist. You, you think you really know something, but God is telling you His weather, His climate. Well, God, I went to school for that, and God said, "I created the schools. I, I created the earth in six days." So how can you tell me how the uh, things should go? And that's how some of y'all are. Let me ask because you've been educated. You went to Bible school. You think you can tell God a thing or two? But the Spirit of the Lord said you can't tell me nothing because my ways are not your ways, my thoughts are not your thoughts. And God said I don't listen to man,
3: and and God said put your ear to my mouth. Verse. Nine,
2: John chapter three. How are these things possible? Nicodemus asked. Jesus replied, "You are a respected Jewish teacher. Yet you don't understand these things. I assure you, we tell you what we need. We tell you what we need have seen, and yet you won't believe our testimony. But if you don't believe me," when I tell you about earthly things, how can you believe, possibly, if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ever gone to heaven and return, but the Son of Man has come down from heaven. Let me stop right here. Why God referred to earthly things. If you know this, when you first get saved, God bless you with earthly things. Most people get saved because they're facing they, some people get saved they're facing a bad court decision are they going through some things and they start coming through. Some people, they like the Lord because they're tired of their life. So the first thing God reward them is with earthly things. You notice that when you first got saved how God just blessed you with earthly things and, and if you notice that but at the same time, he had you hear him tell you simple things. He'll tell you, today, the route you usually go to work, don't go that route. I need you to go take another street to go to work. You know, this Lord said, uh, before you go to bed, uh, make
3: sure that um, uh Turn off the stove. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You hear a voice and say, Don't answer that call. You know, God
2: did with you with earthly thing. You say, Oh, I thank God I avoided a bad accident, or I I, I went down the street and it was flooded. And there was no way to turn around. Thank God I didn't go on that street because other people got flooded out and people got drowning. But so I thank God I didn't move in that apartment. God said, don't no, move in that apartment. And in that same apartment I was going to move in, it got burnt down. Some people died. Uh, if you notice, uh, you know, I'm glad I didn't marry that person because I found out that uh, he was a dope dealer. But so God did what you would do. And then once he gets your hearing, you say, okay, I can trust you. God. Then he starts telling you spiritual things and, and why you can believe things because he trained your earthly. Like, for example, you with your children. Uh, and, and when they in kindergarten, first grade, say, you know, you, uh, you don't finish school until you complete a 12th grade. He's he was like, 12th grade? They say, and then you show them a book of calculus, or pre-calculus. What is that? You know, a kid in kindergarten, first grade. They were like, what is that? What kind of word? I don't know how I'm going to get that, but you will. So you show them things, and then as they mature, say, you know what my mom and dad showed me? And I'm going a, I'm to a deal with that. You say, when you get a certain age, things, um, when your body going to start developing. Ah, uh, girls, I want to have uh, girls. you going to have hair on your own head, hair, in different things. Uh-uh. You know how kids are. Uh, you, uh, for example, you another one. You know, when I uh, when people you know I'm saying, boys and girls when they were six and seven, the innocent ones, you know, you know most of them say, uh, one day, you're going to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Ugh, gross. Boys are gross. Girls are gross. Ugh. But well, them things you cannot see. But at the same time, that's how God perfects your prophetic hearing. Because even that, not so much you don't have to be prophetic to hear, but that's how God deals with you on earthly things. And you hear Lord God say, okay, I called you to be a prophet. I call you. You're going to do this. You're going to uh, prophesy. You're going to go you going to do this. You're going to preach. You're going to hear the sick. You're going to raise up people from the dead. So let me help you out with this. At the age of 12, I had a man of God prophesy to me. He never knew. Um, I, couldn't, I could never saw it in a spirit realm. I looked at it from the earthen realm. I was 12 years old. And a man of God, I'll never forget to say, he said, God called you to be a preacher, and you're going to be a wealthy preacher. And you're going to save thousands and thousands of souls. And went God I called you. And I was like, at the time 12 years old, every year I always had bad grades. I, I, I had a horrible stuttering problem. I was hyper. I was rejected. I had a new bully every year. Different things. And most preachers are uh, very, uh, most preachers, you know, walk in authority. I'm like, hmm, where gonna listen to me? A frail, a little frail little kid. Never knew. And then, um, I remember a lady I'll never forget this day as long as I live. Um, I was at Sally's Beauty Supply Store with my mother. My mother was in cosmetology, and uh, everywhere I went. In that store, everywhere I went, I, I, you know, I think she in this store just praising God, giving God the glory. Every all I went, she was saying, "God got work for you to do. God' hand is on you." Every all I go to, I was a little bit of self. So, God gonna use you. I'm like, Did anybody hear her? And over time, you know, that seems spiritual. And then now, as I mature and see things differently, you you will understand spiritual things. But you gotta first, God had to first deal with you on your on your natural level. You know uh, that's why it's so important when when God sees you to places and you're dealing with with people that's not saved. You can't be going there speaking in tongues. They say, "What in the world going on? They possessed by the devil." they about to, uh, nah, not to be funny. They, what, they're going to in the place? You know, it's a skit that, no you know, Moses be praying and they'll throw a backpack and it was like a joke, but you can't do that because they don't understand it. God, I, I lead you. Say, why, Lord, why are you going to speak to them? And the Spirit of Lord say, how, how are they going to understand tongues and interpretation of tongues? And they are not even safe. Amen. Verse 13, no one has ever gone to heaven and returned, but the Son of Man has come down from heaven. And Moses lifts up the bird snake on a pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. But God loved the world so much that he gave his only one and only Son, so, who that ever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life? God sent his son into the world not to judge the world, but to say, The world, give him. Verse 18 There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him, but anyone who does not believe in him has already judged for not believing in God's one and only son. So a person is judged when they don't believe in God, when they say there's no God. They are automatically judged. Now, when people say, oh, you're not under the old law. I'm going to tell you, you know, people say, oh, you're not under the old law. What's the Ten Commandments? It's in your spirit. Even though it's not under you, you're not sitting there seeing it, but it's in your spirit. There's certain things we, we don't do under the old law. But he's like, "Oh, we're not under the old law." And when I hear people say that, I say, "Okay, when you say you're not under the old law, what you referring to?" And it always starts with the Ten Commandments, are to and offering during a time. And no, the curse with a curse. I don't do. It. I'm in the New Testament. Okay, whatever. Okay, we're not under the commandments no more. I'm going to tell you something. If you're not under the Ten Commandments no more, the Bible says, thou shall not kill. You're under law. Go kill somebody now. If you don't get
3: prosecuted, uh, I agree with you. You cannot purge the movie.
2: You know, they they give give their town or city. 24 hours of kill, do whatever, they will not get prosecuted or, or in trouble. That's when I commit adultery. Go ahead and go see with the neighbor's wife. Sure. Right, go sleep around. You don't come back with an STD or bullet in your head or back. You're not under that law. That's when I commit fornication. You don't come back with an STD. You're
3: not under the law. I should not bear false witness. That's the case.
2: Uh, you, you can go you, uh, commit perjury for lying on oath. On I want to tell everybody: ask people that. Don't be scared. Amen. I want to thank
3: God for everybody that's on the line. Thought it's so awesome. God is so awesome, so I just give God the glory.
2: And uh, anybody want to give your life to the Lord, I encourage you to do that. Tomorrow is my promise to you. Next week is my promise to you.
3: I encourage you to give your life to the Lord. Give your life to the Lord. A lot no you you're not gonna understand everything right away You're not gonna understand things right away, I'll give you a lot too long. Don't wait for tomorrow. Tomorrow's is my promise to you. I got to wait on my
2: husband. I to wait on my wife. You don't want to give your life to the Lord. Everybody want to give your life to the Lord. or we gotta get to take your life to the Lord. We have to And all
3: you got to say these words. Say, Lord, forgive me. Give me all my sins. Jesus, I want you to come in my heart. I receive your salvation. I receive your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. That's all you awesome. got to say. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to say.
2: I encourage you to find a local church in here if you don't have one. I encourage you to pick up the Word of God. There's many different translations. Um, If you don't have a Bible, there's no, uh, I'm going to tell you, I, I can tell you right now how to get a Bible for free. Everybody here got a, most people here got a desktop computer, a laptop, an Android device, or an Apple device. You can, uh, go, uh, you can download Bible apps for free. King James, uh, New Living Translation, American uh, um, Translation. Amen. And I want to thank God for everybody who gave your life to the Lord. And I actually pray, is talking to God, just like you talk to people through time, it will be perfected. And I thank God for everybody who's here. Do anyone have any comments? So <laughs> uh, any questions or any prayer requests before we come to a close.
1: I got a word for you, Prophet Larry. Let the Lord use,
2: the man of God.
1: You know, uh, uh, you sowed a seed to me there just a few days ago. Yes, and, sir. Uh, and, and, and you see, it's not the amount. It's your obedience to the Spirit of God. The Lord told me that he's going to multiply that seed that you sowed to me times 10 in cash. Thank you, Jesus. It's going to come back to you. The Bible says, "Cast your bread upon the waters." Well, we have a saying here in Canada. In, in some conversations in Canadian terminology, bread is it represents money. So, how much bread did you make today, man? So, when you, when you hear Canadians talk like that, I don't know about Americans, but Canadians when talk like that, it's referring to money. So, here's the scripture: "Cast your bread upon the waters, for it, it shall return back to you after many days." So there's a spiritual application there and there's a financial application.
3: Jesus was the living bread that came down from heaven.
1: So ten times the amount that you gave to me, somebody's gonna write a check to you for that amount, man of God. Get ready. Thank
2: you, Jesus.
1: And there's others that that, that sold? And and, and and I'm, I'm thinking, who was the lady that blessed me the other day? Um, there are several people. Um, one person's going to be blessed five times the amount they sold to me. I don't know who they are. After, I don't know if they're in the room tonight. And I can't remember the names. I, I would have to go to my PayPal account and, and look at who, who the names are. And I, I don't want to interrupt the flow of the spirit right now. But I, I, I met, I've, I've had assignments. I, I, I met a, a man from England. His last name is Yoboa He's from Ghana. The prophet. And this is some of the words that you gave me uh, a couple of weeks ago. That God's opening new doors to meet new, new men and women of God that need to hear the word of the Lord, and it's coming to pass, man of God. Thank you, Jesus. It's the first time I've ever made contact with somebody. Uh, on Skype, where he sent me a, he he knows uh, he knows Prophetess Grace. He's been going to Prophetess Grace, Penny Grace. Uh, uh, he comes on in the morning. There's got that nickname Yaboah. So I've always wondered what that meant. Is he's from Ghana. And so he he sent me a, a message on 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 and and said that uh, God told me to contact you because you're an anointed man of God that got the fire of God in his life I said yeah praise the Lord so the last couple of days I've been releasing prophetic words to him and his family today I ministered to his uh, two do- two of his daughters and, and and his son and his wife works at a at a hospital there in England so tomorrow I'll be releasing the word of the Lord to, to him today I ministered to somebody from the United States who I didn't have any knowledge of, and and why am I sharing this? Because some of the people of God don't know how to flow in the gifts of the Spirit. You ask if anybody has anything they want to share that's on their heart, this is what I want to share. So the word that I got today, and and Larry, I'll call you later, I want to talk to you in private about this, there's some things I can't mention on the phone here, in the room to, to the rest of the people. But God reveals secrets to his servants that are prophets. That's in the book of Amos. The Lord God will not do anything until he reveals his secrets to his servants, the prophets. That's what it says in the Word of God. He doesn't reveal secrets to apostles, pastors, evangelists, or teachers. Always to the prophet, And that's the way it is. That's the way it was, and that's the way it is. And it also says the Lord God will do nothing in the church until he first speaks to the prophet. That's why some churches don't have the move of God. Any church that rejects the voice of the prophet or the prophetess will not have the move of God. Any church this hour that rejects a woman from being a licensed or ordained as an apostle, prophet, or pastor, they, that church will not have the move of God. Matter of fact, they'll have a counterfeit manifestation. Because Deborah in the Old Testament, she was a prophet. So if a woman can be, have a prophetic voice in the Old Testament, how much more under grace? Amen, Prophet Larry? Amen. I noticed Sister Johnson left. Too bad she left. Had a word for her. Okay. You notice know sometimes brother when I get up on to speak, people just leave. <laughs> I'll tell you why it's like that. Because I see things in the spirit that other prophets can't see, because, like we shared this before, not all prophets are seers, especially in the fivefold ministry. It takes the governmental to be the seer and the watchman. It's always governmental and and some people are scared because. If if, if somebody is, I'm not saying anything about, I'm not bringing a reeling accusation against Prophet Johnson now. I'm saying, I'm talking in general now. I'm not not pointing any fingers. I'm not here to point fingers. But if somebody in your ministry, brother, is ever committing adultery, I will call them out right on the line, right right in front of your face, in front of the whole room. I will do it, brother. I'm I'm not afraid to do it. And you know that. And some people don't like to be called out like that. The Apostle Paul said, open rebuke is better than secret love. Here's another scripture. Rebuke before all that others may fear. Some pastors have silenced the prophetic voice in churches because they're afraid what the prophet's going to reveal, that the pastor's having an affair with the song leader. Come on now.
3: Amen.
1: <laughs> Anybody in the room, you can say amen or out. There's a lot of fornication and adultery in churches, and God's brought me up to that level to expose that this hour. Now, sure, I remember you part of the word you gave me there the other day. You said uh, um, people are, are not going to they want they want you to go because they want the blessing, but you're not going to go there just for the blessing. You're even, you even told, told me that, Professor. You said. Some people are uh, are going to just want the blessing but and you're going to say no I'm not going to your church because I'm going to go to expose the hidden secrets of the heart. You said that. And guess what that's already come into operation prophet Larry. That's how quick. I've had some assignments there in the last 2 weeks within 48 hours. You give me that word. I had assignments exposing this kind of hidden Hidden garbage in some churches where there are bishops that are, that are practicing fornication. Now, I know some of you did, may, may talk, but this sounds like a negative word. Listen, it's not a negative word. When John the Baptist, who was used as a mighty prophet of God, Jesus said of John the Baptist, he is Elijah. If you can believe it, he's Elijah. Now, when John, when people asked John, are you Elijah? He said, no, he denied. Because he didn't have the revelation or the understanding that Jesus was referring to the mantle of Elijah in John's life. He wasn't talking, saying that John the Baptist was Elijah in the flesh. And John's ministry as a prophet was to prepare the way of the Lord. He was a forerunner. Without John being on the scene on planet Earth, Jesus could have never started his ministry. You notice when, John, when 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 Jesus starts his ministry, John the Baptist is now in prison because he exposed by the word of knowledge and discerning of spirit that Herod's wife was a Herod had committed adultery because he was married to his brother's wife.
3: He exposed mm-hmm. the adultery.
1: And she wanted John the Baptist dead. And some of you got to understand that. There is persecution coming to the United States of America. Now, I don't know what you all... Did Did somebody just come to the Lord here in the room before I came in? Larry? Uh,
2: not know no.
1: Okay, because I know you was... It was it always sounded like the, the sinner's prayer there you was talking about. Somebody giving the heart to Jesus. I just want to make sure that we got no babies in the room. Everybody been saved more than two, three, four years in this room? Just type yes, just type yes
3: on the, or no,
1: want to know, because sometimes I come up with prophetic words that are too strong, and and those that are younger believers don't understand, and one thing we don't want to do as a prophet is put a stumbling block in front of babes in the Lord, right Larry?
2: Amen, that's true.
1: So I'm sensitive to that. Today I made contact with a man who, who me and Larry know. You know that 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 ex that homosexual there that I've been ministering to for for, for over a year there, Larry. And and he got released out of the motel today. And I, I thought he was in a motel. And I said, "What motel are you?" And he said, "No, I'm in this person's home. A friend of mine from the from the past." And Jeremy has no, no this, this guy who was homosexual has no remembrance of his past because God's word in my mouth deleted his memory of him ever being a homosexual. All he knows is that he's a Messianic Jew and a Messianic believer. He believes in Jesus Christ as his Savior. So today I said, uh, the friend's place you're living at, does he have any telephones? No. I said, if you go into his office and look in the upper right-hand corner of his drawer, you're going to find a cell phone there. Guess what, Larry? There was a cell phone there. And he, you know, this guy, Jeremy, he calls me, he calls me master. He said, how come you know, you know all these, where these things are hitting people's homes? I said, the seven eyes of God operate in me. I get instant flash visions and I see where things are. I said, you're going to get a phone call in five minutes from your friend. And your friend's going to tell you that his employer, who is a Jew, who owns an electronic corporation in Pennsylvania, that reaps in hundreds of millions of dollars. Because government contracts he has with the United States State Department, of course, I, Larry, I didn't mention the State Department at that time. I didn't know it just just then and there. And so I said, your your friend is going to tell you that he has got an invitation from his 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 boss to go and fly to Brazil, and his boss won't reveal it to him until he's on the plane. And so Jeremy gets the phone call. He says he's asked a question. He says. Did your boss tell you he's re- rerouting your, 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 your route? Now you've got to go to Brazil suddenly? He said, yes, and I don't like it. He said, how do you know? How do you know I'm going to Brazil? Who told you? Well, you can't tell an unbeliever of Prophet Larry that, you know, certain things because they think you're crazy. So I said, I'm a seer. And I see things into the events of people's lives in the past or the future, and it's a gift that God placed inside of me. I'm a prophet. He well, my friend's Jewish. doesn't believe you're a prophet. I said, is your friend's last... You know what I heard in the spirit? I heard the word, the name Goldstein. Is your friend's last name Goldstein, his, his boss, is his name Goldstein? He said, yes. Well, I did a research just a while ago. I checked up how many corporations, electronic corporations, there are in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania alone, Larry. 40 of them. Around 40. Give or take a few. Then you got the business... You got you got the electronic corporations that are not listed, that are not attached to any government contracts and things like that. So this guy says he says to Jeremy, he says, "How do you know? See, why am I sharing this with the people in the room? I'm not saying this to boast. I'm showing how the gift of the Spirit operate in the in the in, in the ministry of a prophet." see the prophets of old in the time of in the time of elijah you, elisha operated this way elisha was mentored by elijah and when you have the mantle of elisha in your life elisha the the, the servant that was with elisha warned elisha he said he, he 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 not not elisha but he warned the king elisha was hundreds maybe i don't know hundreds of miles 30 40 miles away i'm just guessing i don't know he said his servant said to him he said listen I used to serve my servant Elijah. He said, but guess what? He said, Elijah knows what you're thinking in your secret chamber. you'll find that in 1st or 2nd Kings. It talks about that. There are scriptures that, that relate to that. How did he know? The word of knowledge. Discerning of spirits. By the word of knowledge, you, you said. but the word of knowledge didn't exist in the Old Testament because people didn't operate against the spirit. The spirit of God came upon them. And there were some things that operating in the prophet's life in the Old Testament that what we would call today on the, after Pentecost is word of knowledge. The word of knowledge gave you the ability to know something from the past to the present in a person's life. Jesus operated in that How many of you know that when when, when Jesus told of John the birth of John the Baptist, he said he will, his mother will, 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 John would be born with, with the Holy Ghost and with fire. How can you sin if you're born with fire, brothers and sisters? You ever, you ever thought of that? <laughs> a lot of people don't, they, they, they don't rightly divide the word of truth, Larry. When uh, Isaiah said, here, I'm going to go to the Lord, said, go to Isaiah. Isaiah made a statement. He said, woe is me, for I'm a man of unclean lips, for mine eyes have seen the king. Who did he say he saw King Jesus before he was even born? He saw his ministry. He talks about it in the book of Isaiah. There's scripture that that, that relate to that. You just have to find those prophecies and, and search them out. People say, well, we're not under the Old Testament, we're under the New. Listen, we're under the old covenant and the new covenant because in the book of Joel it says, in the last days I'm going to pour my spirit upon all, all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall, shall your sons and daughters shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. But in the first month, I'm going to pour out the former rain, the latter rain. What's the former rain? That's the former rain prophets that operate in the Old Testament. They're going to work with the New Testament Ephesians 4 prophets of the latter rain. People have been raised in churches to believe a religious lie, saying that God has done away with the Old Testament. Well, did not Jesus say, I'm the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow? I change not. He said, I did not come to do away with the law of the prophets. There, In that statement there, I rebuke every pastor in the United States that says that the Old Testament is not for today. He said, I did not come to do away with the law and the prophets, but to what, Larry? He
2: came, he came to fulfill the law.
1: Fulfill it, right. Now we know that under the law of the Spirit of Christ, the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus, he has made us free from the law of sin and death in the Old Testament. We'll find that in Romans. I didn't know that God was going to bring a teaching out of this. I, 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 am I okay, Larry?
2: Yeah, you're fine. Okay, okay. You...
1: Just, just, just want to know that I'm not. <laughs> you know, we've been in some prophetic circles. You and I where when I spoke like this. People think that I'm trying to usurp authority over there, and 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 I'm and but they was blind because they 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 don't see the seer's gifting that's in you and I. So that's why. See, the prophet must always submit his authority, his or her authority to the apostle. Larry's been just recently promoted as, a, as an apostle, for those of you who don't know that. Some of you say, well, what's an apostle? Well, go read Ephesians 4. Jesus ascended him up on high. I called him the, Some call him the five-fold ministry. I call him the ascension gifts. And we're both right. He ascended up on high. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some pastors, some evangelists and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints. Nowhere does it say perfecting of sinners. The early church didn't have sinners in the church, by the way, brothers and sisters. For those of you that are ignorant of scriptures, the evangelists went out and cast the devils out of the people, got the people saved, and then they brought them to the apostles, and the apostles got the fire inside of them. The apostles gave the word of the Lord to them, where, where they got the experience of sanctification, spirit, soul, and body, and then they got the baptism of fire. Give you an example of this. Paul goes on his ministry tour. Now he's released by the Holy Ghost to go to minister to the Gentiles. He takes Silas with him. When he was first released with Barnabas, he wasn't allowed to preach to the Gentiles, only to only to the Jews. But when he tried to reveal that Yeshua was the Messiah, they they blasphemed the Lord. And he said, I shake the dust off my feet. From henceforth, I go to the Gentiles. We read that in the Book of Acts and in the letters that he wrote.
3: He meets a couple, husband and wife.
1: Priscilla is her name, and Aquila is his name. Aquila is an apostle in their home. They have a church in their house. They did not have buildings back there, brothers and sisters. They congregated and gathered together where two or three gathered together, my name is Dariam, and Aminimites, in people's homes. They, if you read the book of uh, 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 Acts chapter 5, when Ananias and Sapphira dropped dead for lying to the Holy Spirit, the Bible says they, they, they abided in fellowship and doctrine of the apostles' doctrine, and they broke bread from house to house, not building to building. There was no buildings back then. Only the synagogue. And you've got to understand, in the synagogue, when the early church was birthed in Pentecost, you notice I'm going all over the place with this. I'm going on a little trail right here. Prophets do that sometimes. In the synagogue, women, mothers, and daughters were not allowed into the main sanctuary. They were on the other side of the lattice. So when Paul and Peter started their ministry as apostles, women were not allowed in the main church. That's where you get that scripture where people say, well, I suffer not a woman to serve authority of a woman, but to be silent in the church. That was before the revelation of Pentecost came alive in the early church. And when, when, they, when they went into the upper room, the, Josephus says 500 went into the upper room. Only 120 came out. What happened to the rest? They could not endure the intense affliction and the attack of exposing the sin and iniquity and the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life in their life. So they left. And they couldn't handle it. Only 120 came out. Mary, the mother of Jesus, came out of that room, baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Acts chapter two, verse three: There appeared cloven tongues of fire that sat upon each and one of them. In verse they were filled with the spirit and if you read the rest of chapter 2 you, those, the, it was not that was that there is the prayer language where over 89% of believers in the United States speak and, and they think they've been baptized in the spirit that's not the baptism of the spirit you cannot have the baptism of the spirit without the baptism of the fire inside you first Acts chapter 2 verse 3 proves that so we got a bunch of saints claim to be saints claim to be baptized in the spirit to my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, and yet they still sin. They still got sin in their lives. They can't stop cussing. They get angry, they cuss at somebody. You know, you hear the F word come out of their mouth. Say, oh my God, that's a man of God. That woman of God's cussing. Because of that wound, and because of that rooted rejection, they've never been baptized with fire. They would have been baptized with fire. Fire burns out iniquity from the second, third, fourth, tenth generation in your ancestry, on your mother's side, your, your father's side. When they came out of the upper room, they came out just like Jesus was born without sin. They had a sinless nature like Jesus. They they, they they were led by the Spirit like Jesus. They did not knowingly, intentionally, willfully sin after that. How can you sin if God burns it out of you? And when God burns the sin out of you, he gives the nature of his only begotten Son full of the Father, full of grace and mercy and truth. They walked, They were able to raise the dead. It was after that that Peter shadow healed people, raised them from the dead. Come, we don't see that in the United States because people don't have the baptism. They don't have the baptism of fire. They have Kosita la 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 ba They've been lied to by a prophet or an apostle. Doesn't mean they're false, but they've been lied to by those apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers that told them that that was the evidence of the baptism of the Spirit when the evidence is speaking in another language. When you read Acts, Acts chapter 2, read the whole chapter, the, the people that were Galileans, they spoke in German, they spoke in Italian, they spoke in French, and the, they spoke in the different languages of the Middle East. I'm paraphrasing. If you don't, if you can't speak in German and, and Italian and, 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 and the Middle East and, 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 or, or Chinese or Japanese, then you don't have the baptism in the Spirit. All you have is the prayer language of Kundalabashandala That's the prayer language. That's not the baptism in the Spirit. When you get baptized with the Spirit, you get baptized with fire. What did John the Baptist say in his message? Prophet Larry, you know as well as I do. He who comes after me, he's preferred before me, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. The church don't have the fire. Because if you had the fire, you wouldn't sin with your mind. You wouldn't sin in your heart. And you wouldn't sin with your thoughts. Because of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. it. This is why people get offended. When they were baptized with fire, they couldn't get offended anymore. They couldn't lust after the opposite sex anymore because they were transformed and changed. The image of the Son of God came inside of them. It took control and possession of them. They were walking in the same manifest. That's why they were able to evangelize this entire world in the space of 50 years. And we can't even get that done today because all we have is kundaba you saying, Oh, I've been told by my pastor because I go that I have the baptism in the spirit. Yeah, well if you're half baptized in the spirit, then why are you masturbating into pornography? You know how many pastors in the United States that are bound by pornography according to Charisma magazine? of the one of the the one of the prophetesses is Jennifer LeClaire. She, 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 she's part in ownership with Charisma Magazine. Over 50,000 pastors alone in the United States are bound with porn. Hey, what about the apostles that are bound? What about the prophets? that Do you know how many prophets are bound with pornography? Prophet Larry? And they lay hands on their church folk on Sunday morning. Do you think they're imparting the Holy Ghost and the anointing of God for their healing? Prophet Larry? It's the That's right. And God, this is why we're going to see a lot of preachers in 2016 drop dead. In the thousands. One got the fire ain't going to drop dead. Because in the fire you can't sin. In the fire, listen, I'm going to tell you, I can't even remember my past anymore. I, I, I can't remember it. And this morning I had a breakthrough where my spirit was, Jesus was interceding, praying all night for me in the throne room and, and 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 this this morning something troubled was told me and do you think for the likes of me that i could be troubled i said jesus i you know you know how many times jesus said to the early church let not your heart be troubled before i got converted before i got had this manifestation of god's fire in my life i was troubled all the time and this morning i said lord i'm trying to be troubled and i can't be troubled I was even troubled last week. I mentioned some things personally, Prophet Larry, I was going through and had him pray for me. Remember, Larry? Yes, sir. And now I can't be... I'm, the Lord told me this morning, he said, you have broken through into a dimension of my grace and my glory where you will never again be troubled by evil tidings. You will not be troubled by what you see, what you hear, by my five senses because my five senses are crucified with Christ. There ain't no way the devil can tempt me to sin again. Oh, that's not done. Now that's the hard same to me. There ain't no way that Satan can tempt me to sin against the Godhead anymore. You see, yes, Jesus was tempted, and then the devil left him for a season, come back and tempt again. But because Jesus broke through in his father's fullness inside him, when the when the devil came back and tempt Jesus, he just he just looked at him and laughed at him. It is written, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Did not Jesus say that to the devil brothers and sisters? Jesus wants you and I to be in in that same dimension. Remember, Larry, the oracle of God said to you that all the dimensions of God and bodily are going to come alive in you? And, I, you know, after we left the conversation, I said, I think Larry's a little crazy. Who in the world can walk in all the dimensions of God? Only Only one I know is Jesus. But you see, I was trying to lean on my own reasoning and understanding, and God said, "No, my son Jesus Christ is going to birth you through that prophetic word that Larry spoke to you, and he's going to break you through into that dimension where all dimensions are functioning and operating. There's still some dimensions to be birthed in me. Praise God <laughs> I'm going to share some with you, you people with what I didn't share with with Jeremy on the phone. His friend who was talking to his employer, who was a he had a contract. For the State Department. Oh boy, now I'm going to share some uh, secrets that none of you know. This guy Goldstein. This is confidential, top secret. I'm revealing it on on the open air because we are we are we we are protected in here. Remember, I told you later before that God puts me in stealth mode. We're protected. There ain't no. no FBI in here. You know what? What if somebody in the room was would would go tell the State Department you'd be dead within within hours? God won't let you to expose this. This is top secret classified information I'm going to share with you. This man has a contract for Star Wars in the Pentagon, and he's had contract with with the with the space agency NASA. I know the Lord Larry told me God told me that a while
3: ago. And
1: the number that I had received was the number was eight seven four. It's a Pennsylvania number, Larry. I looked it up on the internet before I before I went and told this to Jeremy and his friend and his friend's boss. I said I know where your boss is. It's in Pennsylvania. But when I went I went online and looked at all the listings in the Pennsylvania area with that phone number, Larry. The area codes were all different, but the last numbers of that man's phone number was six 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 nine. Now, a lot of the phone numbers there with, with, with 6669 were, in, we're in, in Chicago, Illinois area. But it overlaps with Pennsylvania. I told my wife, that bitch, that overlaps. Sure enough, I go and look at the website, and, and, and the word overlay, overlay overlaps, same thing. I said, how did I know that? She said, God and you knows everything. So here God is exposing that this guy got secret contract for the laser Star Wars. What do you think they're going to find out, Larry, when the FBI finds out that I have this information or the Secret Service? Now, the only way they're going to find out is if God permits it. If anybody online, when I'm releasing this, this revelation, and they go contact the FBI to have me... See, the FBI, because I'm Canadian, they can't they can't arrest me because I have knowledge of this. And this is knowledge from God. I have no personal knowledge of this, and I, I, I don't know anything about this secret the State Department, all this stuff. I have no knowledge of that. But I know that his boss is a Jew, and his name is Goldstein. He acknowledged that. He acknowledged that he's in Pennsylvania. But he, the part now, you know, whether God now is going to release me to, to, to speak to Jeremy about the part that I know about this have he has government contracts with, 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 with uh, uh, you know, special ops, Larry, covert operations. Lord, you should see the stuff unfolding to me about the secrecy in the United States government. Now, the only way they can arrest me, they would have to contact the Royal Canadian Mountain Police, RCMP in Canada, which is the equivalent to the, uh, to the FBI in the States. Now, we don't have a central intelligence agency, but we have CSIS. CSIS is the equivalent to the CIA. They would have to contact RCMP, Royal Canadian Mountain Police, and then have, have come and arrest me. Say, you are revealing national secrets. We're going to, I told a man of God the other day, I said, you think they're going to let me, they're going to be able to take me to prison? God's going to rapture me right out of the police cruiser before I get to the jail. That's what another man of God told me. And Larry, he's already confronting me what I already know. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. now, 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 some of those police that mean well, but they're going to threaten me. I'm here to tell you all that God is raising up prophets this hour that when you threaten to harm them or their families, and it's not time for them to be martyred as a martyr, they will be judged by fire. Not just me. I know some people who have died by a fiery judgment, their house is burnt down. Yeah, well, how do you know that? I told that to a, a friend of mine, she's from California. I said, I said, I had a, an encounter where this, these, gay, these five gay homosexuals called me and Benny Hinn a false prophet. And what I did know is that they were. Com- the Lord spoke to me in my spirit said, they're reprobate. That means they have already blasphemed the Holy Spirit. They cannot be saved. Now release my wrath upon them. I said, fire burns them. And they were in Seattle, Washington in a house visiting Jeremy. Jeremy, he said, oh my God, this is the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. Now Jeremy doesn't have a telephone. He talked to me on PalTalk through his computer like we're doing here in Larry's room. He said they're burning on fire. First, second degree burns. He said they're, at, they're they're saying they're cussing. I mean, swearing, tell your effing Jesus to make this stop right now or we'll destroy him. I said he's the only one that can save your souls. I was crying. I said the only one can save your souls and can stop this judgment. But you see, I did, I did not realize. I, Jesus didn't tell me until later that they had blasphemed the Holy Spirit. That's the only sin that cannot be forgiven, brothers and sisters. Jeremy told me later that their bodies burned to ashes. Even the bones were incinerated to ashes. And the house burned out. In this situation, the house burned out. Now, when I told a prophetess on Paltock, who was from California, I said, these these five gays spoke against me, they burned to death. I said, you know, I said, Prophet of Susan, they can't find the bodies. He said, you know why? Because the blue flame inside of you burned them and reduced them to ashes. They are what they call now MIAs. Now, you know what a MIA is. is is, 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 is Larry missing an action. <laughs> but the wrong kind of action. Now, some of you out there, have you ever gone on the Internet and type in human combustion judgments? People die with a blue flame burning on the inside of them when their mouth has spoken curses against God's anointed. I was born January 20, 1956. In 19, four years later, around 58, 59, there was a great white shark attack in the state somewhere. Two guys were, were swimming together and this guy, Robert Pamprin, if you go to shark attack file, Robert Pamprin, he was swallowed whole by a great white his friend looked down and swam down to get him, and his, his, his flippers were just, you know, wiggling off. the, off, off the It was a 16-footer. He bit him in half there and swallowed him whole. And I said, Lord, why did this man die this way? Because he was watching Catherine Coleman's ministry in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and cursing her and speaking death upon her. And the Bible says, touch not my anointed, do my prophets no harm. God commissioned that great white to kill that guy. God told me 99% of all shark attacks worldwide are the result of people putting their mouth on his anointed on television or the radio or in person. Dangerous. Oh, you don't want to do that. A couple, a truth is, a prophet, when he speaks, comes to pass a few years ago. I gave prophetic word on Talk. I said, there's going to be a shark attack. A 15-year-old boy is good. Goes to Pentecost church. He's going to be killed by a shark, says the Spirit of the Lord. Well, people thought it was crazy, Larry. They thought it was cursing. Now watch this. I goes on Sky News. Sky News is one of the, the official uh, news stations, television in Australia. And here was an account of a, of a boy that went to a, Assemblies of God Church in, 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 in Australia, and he was killed by a shark. Now the news media, this is what they said when he was killed by the shark. He bled to death, but he had such a look of peace on his face, and they couldn't understand why. Now, you know what happened to this young man? The Pentecostal church that he went to, brothers and sister, did not believe in the foundational ministries of the apostle and prophet. And Jesus said emphatically in his word, the church is built upon the foundations of the apostles and the prophets, and Christ is the chief cornerstone. All they had was a pastor, evangelist, and teacher. That day that he died was the day that he was going to be initiated into witchcraft. I'm not talking about Satanism. That, that's child's play compared to covenant witches and warlocks who make a, 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 a blood covenant with Satan when they were dedicated in their mother's womb by their mother's, mother's 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 mother, who was a high priestess in the church of Satan. And so the day that he died, when God spoke that, I didn't curse the guy. I'm not, we're not allowed to curse anybody. We're, we're to bless and not curse. But the Spirit of God inside me brought a judgment on him. And because of that judgment, his soul's in heaven. If he would have lived that day and been initiated into Satanism, the angel of the Lord would appear to him and burn him by fire, and so he would be burning in hell today. And because of God's word in my mouth, that man's soul is saved today. In the church, there was incest in the church in the time of Paul and Peter. And after several warnings in the mouth of two or three witnesses when they didn't accept that correction, they brought him in front of the church when they rejected it. Peter and Paul delivered them over to Satan for the destruction of their flesh so their souls would be saved. What happens when an apostle does that? That believer has no hedge of protection. Plead the blood all you want. apply the blood all you want. When you put your mouth against the apostle, ministry, that Satan has permission to give you a heart attack, a stroke. If you don't believe me, go read Deuteronomy 28. To those that believe, all these blessings will come upon those that believe and keep my covenant, the Lord says. But to those who don't believe, to those who disobey my mouthpieces, that disobey my servants, all these curses will come upon them. You read all the curses, Deuteronomy 20. Everything's in there that's in, in the earth today. Heart attacks, strokes, arthritis, cancer's in there. These are the judgments that apostles spoke upon the believers in the local church at the time of Pentecost. When Ananias and Sapphira lied to the Holy Ghost, Peter did not have any knowledge of it. Ananias comes into church. He said, uh, did you agree to sell your land for so much? Yep. The sin was this, is that they sold the land. Let, let's use for an example, they got $50,000 for the land, but they, 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 he told his wife, said, let's tell Peter that we're giving all the money that we got for the land to the church, but we're going to keep some for ourselves. We're not going to tell him that we're keeping some money back for ourselves. When they did that, Ananias dropped dead right in church. And this is on the day of Pentecost. This is what's going to happen in churches starting now, this year, and, the, and next year, saith the Lord. Some of you are saying, oh man, boy, you sound like he's cursing these people. Listen, God is speaking out of my mouth, and God is sick and tired of the sin in the churches, and he's going to expose the adultery. I know of preachers that have dropped dead in their church. There was a, man, a pastor in Maine this year. He gave up a testimony in the church. I saw it on, on Fox News. And on Fox News, he said that he, he admitted that he had an affair with somebody, a woman in the church. And the moment the, the church said, we forgive you, pastor. We love you. We forgive you. It's okay. When the pastor got off the platform, he had a massive heart attack. When he got to the hospital, he was dead. He said, why was he dead? Because he didn't tell the whole truth. But because he had a relationship with the Lord and was not a sin unto death, his soul's in paradise. He's, in, he's at home with the Lord. But see how God judged him? Struck him dead right on the pulpit, man. So I'm here to warn the church. If you don't believe God operates this way, go read Acts chapter 5. Why are so many born-again Christians dying of cancer in the church today? Because they put their mouth against the pastor's wife. Oh, the Lord showed me that the pastor's wife is a Jezebel. Who do you think you are putting your mouth on the pastor's wife? God's anointed. Now, if the, wife, if, if the pastor was placed into that office because he went to Bible school and because he got a doctor of divinity and got all these religious credentials and Jesus did not choose him to be a pastor, God will judge him and send him to outer darkness. He'll wind up in hell for eternity. Where's that in the Bible? In the book of Luke, there's a scripture that reads on this wise. You can look it up. Search it for yourself. I don't, I'm not prophet Brian Karn. I don't know where the scriptures are. But there's a scripture in the book of Luke. It says like this. The unprofitable servant will be cast into outer darkness where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. Who's the unprofitable servant? The Lord told me every church in the United States that does not believe that a woman can be ordained as an apostle, prophet, or pastor is going to be cast into hell. But Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Cast out devils in your name and heal the sick. Yes, they yield to my spirit to flow in the gifts because the gifts and cause without repentance. But I'm going to say to them, depart from you that work iniquity. Workers or iniquity are preachers that don't have the baptism of fire inside of them. Because the fire burns that out of you and puts the image of God's love, puts all the fruit of the spirit in you. And a lot of the church folk today don't have that. So you see the church, I'm not here to condemn the church. I'm here to show you a way of escape I'm here to, to, you need to get baptized with fire, brothers and sisters. If they don't preach, if you go to a church that doesn't have the apostle and prophet, shake the dust off your feet. I counsel you to leave that church and find somebody online. Get under prophet and apostle Larry's ministry. He's an apostle and prophet. He first started as a pastor, then evangelist. And now God has promoted him as a prophet. I told Larry about three, four weeks ago, I said, you know how you know you're a prophet? Because the prophet is the only gifting that confirms what God has spoken to believers in their personal prayer time with the Lord. The simple gift of prophecy don't do that. Simple prophecy, all it does is comfort and exhortation. It doesn't reprove and rebuke and expose sin in people's lives. That's the office of the prophet that does that. Boy, Larry, am I ever burning on fire. Oh, brothers, oh. brothers and sisters, there's coming a time next year that if the people don't willingly, knowingly want to get sanctified, God's going to shut the door on the foolish virgins, and they are going to be damned. That's what said the Almighty. I used to be criticized for being too harsh, saying that on talk three, four years ago. Yet this last year, I heard, a, I heard an apostle from the United States say the same thing that I'm saying now, Larry. I said, my God. I said, Lord. The Lord said, I spoke that out of your mouth, Raymond, and I'm speaking out of his mouth. A lot of churches don't have the apostle prophet. They won't accept them in in their midst. Did you know, Larry? Years ago, I had a ministry with a woman on on pal talk, and I would go like this to her: "Fire!" You could hear her screaming in the background: oh, "I'm burning on fire! Please, somebody help me! Why am I burning like this?" And then she had a vision. She saw right in her apartment there in Manhattan, the Bronx, in New York. Manhattan, the Bronx, in Manhattan, she had a visit. She saw hundreds of thousands of people burning in the flames. Even some of her aunts and uncles were burning in hell. And they were preachers, Larry. They were, had credentials with the First Baptist Church where she was attending in, in Manhattan, the Bronx. And I said, how, what do you know about your mother and father? She said, well, they're, they, they're assistant pastors there. I said, are they Knights nice Templars? She said, oh, my God, how did you know that? When you go to a First Baptist church and you look at the tablecloth in some of their sanctuaries, they have a, a Bible on top and an orange tablecloth, and embroidered into the tablecloth is the, the insignia, the symbols of, the, of a gold crown and a cross. This is the 33rd level Knights Templar insignia to, to Baptist preachers that are Knights Templars in the Masonic lodges. Did you, how many of you know that President Obama is a member of the Prince Hall fraternity of Freemasonry? Prince Hall was a black man. He was the first one. He he was under the auspices and authority of George Washington. You know, I hear these preachers like like Kenneth Copeland. I, I love Kenneth Copeland, but I'm going to tell you something that he doesn't know. A lot of people like him say, oh, George Washington was one of our founding forefathers. They were godly men. They believed in the Bible. Yeah, the devil believes in the Bible, and he trembles. George Washington, when he died, he died, and he went to hell, because if you go on the Internet, you'll find aprons of George Washington wearing the Masonic Lodge apron on his on his body. And all these secret handshakes. It was the, It was the Freemasons that murdered John F. Kennedy, because he was Roman Catholic and he was he was a member of the Knights of Columbus secret Catholic order. You know, the Catholics got a secret order too in the Knights of Columbus. How do I know? Cuz I used to be Catholic. And you see you see Bobby Kennedy and John F. Kennedy, they were they were exposing the mob, the mafia in Dallas. And they got too close. By the way, there were three shooters. When John F. Kennedy was there, 7, you want to know? You really want to know? You know, you go to YouTube and you watch all, watch all these conspiracies. There's a guy on there, he's a bald head guy, When they said there's two shooters. And the Lord told me there's a third shooter that was on standby. So one, one of the bullets came from the front of the windshield, we know that to be truth, and one from the back, because he was hit in the back of the head, and he was hit in the throat. So it's not a conspiracy, it's the truth. It's the American CIA covered that up. If they was in the room right now listening to me, but I thought it wouldn't be long, I'd be in prison. <laughs> God is going to raise up other prophets like me where they're going to see these hidden secrets. They're going to come in the scene, they're going to say, God showed me a dream of Area 51. Larry, I've had a vision where I saw the launch codes in Los Alamos, New Mexico. That's where they keep some of the, the nuclear warheads. I went right into the right into the facility, not in, in my human body because he'd have me arrested. In in vision. I went in a vision. I went in there and I saw the launch codes. I said, Oh my God, if they knew I had that, what did I would be go I'd go to prison for life? God is gonna raise up prophets like that this hour, they're gonna speak a word of judgment into homosexual gay communities. The ground's gonna open up and swallow you know what I saw? I saw a judgment coming to the United States of America. I saw three massive earthquakes. When is it going to happen? This I don't know, because Prophet Brian Karn says you can pray against these things, and, and in God's mercy, if people humble and repent, you can stop it and change things in prayer. But here's what God showed me. There are three earthquakes coming to the United States. One is going to hit Seattle, Washington, one New York, and one right down the middle. 10.7 magnitude. The tsunami and the earthquake that hit Japan was 9.0. And I'll share something with you, church. Seven days in March, in March the 11th, before the earthquake and the tsunami struck Japan, I was at home here in Canada and God said, I want you to decree a 9.0 earthquake and tsunami to hit Japan. And when I speak it out of your mouth, I'm going to bring it into operation. Seven days later. March the 11th, that's when it happened. So why would God speak a judgment laid out of your mouth? Well, why would God speak to Rick Joyner that after that judgment took place several months later on his on, on the internet, and he said, my friend Prophet Bob Jones and David Wilkerson each had a vision 20 years ago that God said he was going to send three earthquakes. And when the second earthquake hits, it's going to cause a massive Tsunami and and 9.0 in 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 Japan. I'll tell you why Japan why why happened in Japan, brothers and sisters. God visits the sins of the forefathers from the second, third, fourth to the tenth generation. What does that mean? General Douglas MacArthur signed a deal with the then president of the United States. I think was the president that came into. uh, that after Delano Roosevelt, who was the president that was President of the United States after D- Delaney Roosevelt died? You know Anybody know? What happened is that that president signed an agreement with, with George, with, uh, with with Douglas MacArthur and what they, I'm having trouble speaking here because of the, the warfare that's going on in the spirit realm. That's okay, I'll just take my time. I'll just take a ghost lore. What happens is he signed a secret agreement that's known today, that they they gave the Emperor of Japan, Hirohito, freedom from prosecution from war crimes, that he had signed a, an agreement with Hitler. And so he was not prosecuted because of Douglas MacArthur's agreement with the then president that was done in secret. And most of the Japanese soldiers that were responsible for American and Canadian and British atrocities that were equal to what hitler did to 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 people in, in France that that were uh part of the uh um part of the underground, they got off scot-free and because they weren't judged today in Europe, they're going to have an awakening of God, and where does that leave America? I'll tell you what God told Prophet Brian Karn. He said, for the awakening to take place in the United States is going to happen to the Native American Indians. He said, I don't know why God told me that, but he said, I, I'm not Native American, but I want to be a part of it. God gave me the spearhead of that awakening. Now, when I cross into the United States, I will release that prophetic word, that spearhead, that will cause a massive awakening among the Cherokee. See, I'm Shawnee Cherokee. Well, how can you uh, how can you be Canadian and be Shawnee Cherokee? Am I talking too long here, Prophet?
2: Uh, Truman. After Roosevelt was Truman.
1: Harry S. Truman, right? Yes. Now, if I remember correctly, I could be I could be wrong. Was it not Truman that was buried under hundreds of tons of mud when when Mount St. Helens blew up because he had a cabin up there in the mountains? Uh, I why don't you take Why don't you take a look there, at Larry, on your on your cell phone or or your your your, your if you got a computer find out how harry s truman died just look it up and we'll find out which 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 president you see one of the presidents that had retired he had a cabin up in the the mountains where mount st Helens was and when that thing blew it stopped there years ago he was buried alive under hundreds of tons of mud and they never did find his body and i'm thinking i wonder if it's truman because sometimes a person won't be judged until years later
3: could be wrong. could be somebody else. If it's, if it's another American president, Larry, tell me who it is. Like I, I said this before in
1: Larry's uh, 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 website here on, on TalkSoup. This is what I said. I said, you know why there's been so many, why there was a massacre, shooting massacre in Colorado Springs, Colorado. What was that? A few years ago that young guy did that, eh, Larry? Yes. Well, what happened was in the 1800s, There was a sin of the forefather. Remember I said, Nehemiah, the the sin of the forefathers are visited upon the second, third, fourth, tenth generation. In the 1800s, Colonel John Shivington of the United States Cavalry massacred and butchered every woman and child in one of the native tribes there in Colorado. And he was not prosecuted by the state, the War Department. They let him go scot-free. When he left the army, he became a Presbyterian, either Presbyterian or, or Methodist minister. Which, consequently, he's, he's burning in hell today. Because the American government failed to prosecute him, you know what happens? That's why you're seeing so many bad things happening in that geographic location today. Some of you are saying, well, why is it California was the San Bernardino... Eight days before the San Bernardino Massacre took place, I gave this prophetic word behind my, my in my prayer closet in my room here in Canada. I said, there's going to be a massacre in California, thus say the Lord. Eight days from now. Now I didn't have the platform that 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 Brian Carn has. Brian Carn knew there was going to be a massacre, but he didn't know where. I knew where, because I didn't have that platform, Larry. But I'm going to have it in the near future. Oh yes, I will. The Lord guarantees me that. You think Prophet Brian Carn is not persecuted? Prophet Brian Card in the month of March, brother and sister. In month, of, you know, I watched on YouTube. He's got just a recording here. In the month of March of this year, he prophesied there's going to be a massive earthquake somewhere in the world. I don't know the location, but God said it's going to be devastating. He's but this he did make this prediction. He said in the month of April, this will be revealed. Its location will be revealed to the world on CNN News and Fox News, and ABC and NBC and CBC. Well, last year, God had me decree a, a, a I think it was a seven-point-something earthquake. Larry, if you go up and look up the Nepal earthquake, and look out what was the magnitude of the earthquake that hit Nepal, because God spoke the exact magnitude out of my mouth last year. And when he spoke that of my mouth, the judgment was already said, why is God judging Nepal that way? Because they cursed Christianity. The born again Christians there are hacked to death with machetes and axes, and they and the government of, of of Nepal said we don't want Christianity here. Oh, Harry R. Truman was buried, so so Harry R. Truman is not the same as 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 uh, Harry S. Truman. Harry.
4: Uh-huh.
2: They're not
1: they're not the same. Okay, was Harry R. Truman a president?
2: Uh, a president's kind. Of- was constantly looking it up. Uh, no, he wasn't.
1: Okay, so it was Harry S. Truman. See, see, sometimes I can mix up. That's why I ask you to look so I don't make a mistake, mistake. Amen. Okay. But but regardless, Harry S. Truman was the then president, and he made came into agreement with, with, with Douglas MacArthur. I'm going to tell you something about the, the emperors of Japan. The emperor of Japan died in the 1950s, I think, or the 60s. He had in his plan to destroy the state of Israel after he was after the Second World War was over. God showed me that. What did God tell Abraham? I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. The U.S. brother said we're not allowed to curse anybody. We're to bless and not to curse. But God can speak a judgment out of a prophet's mouth or a prophetess that involves a curse. Did you know that, brothers and sisters? I'll give you an example. Elisha, 42 Hebrew children. I said, Lord, were they children like 70 years old? Nope. He said they were teenagers. He said when you look up the the, 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 the original wording in the Greek, they were teenagers, not children, the way the King James Bible says. And when 42 of them made fun of him, Elisha, you bald-headed freak. You baldy, hey baldy, how you doing there, bald-headed freak? He cursed him in the name of the Lord. God spoke to him to curse those 42 teenagers. What happened? Two grizzlies tore them apart. So that did you know that that mantle on the, on the Elishas that God is raising worldwide, this hour has the same ability to bring a judgment like that on people who make fun and mock and curse the Elishas? So why haven't we seen it happen in our day and age? Because the people that have the mantles only have the anointing. They don't have the baptism of fire yet. you got to have the baptism of fire to burn people with fire. And I'm not talking about the situation where the disciples said to Jesus, these group over there, they're not following us. Should we call down fire from heaven? And Jesus said, you don't know what spirit you're from. That fire that the were, disciples were talking about was was was, was a, a counterfeit. Lying, signs, wonders, and miracles from the false prophet spirit. Jesus knew it. They didn't know it. The fire God comes out of the prophets today, out of the mouth. And if you're a Moses or not, you know what, Larry? I got a prophetic word from the man from England there just, just uh, last night. And this is what, you know, there's a time zone difference down there. He said, Raymond, the rod of Moses is in your mouth. Oh, Larry, if you only knew what that means to me. I'm not allowed to share in this room what that means to me. That, that means all the, one thing I can share is this. All the judgments that Moses, God used through his rod to part the sea and, and release the plagues in the earth, God has been releasing those plagues out of my mouth since 2003. I told this to Larry a while back, but I was just not, was not allowed to, to release it. 7.8, there, that's what God spoke out of my mouth last year. When I spoke it, I said there's going to be a 7.8 earthquake that's going to hit Nepal, India. And did I say when it was going to happen? No. I said at the appointed hour. At the appointed year. So this year, God uses Prophet Brian Carn. He doesn't know me. <laughs> he says in the month of March on YouTube, there's going to be a massive earthquake someplace. I don't know where. He said, but it's going to happen in April. April, the earthquake hits Nepal. See, he has the ability of the, the seer's anointing in him to see a judgment before it happens, but he doesn't know the location. I know the locations. And, brother and sister, I'm not saying that to brag or boast. When you got the baptism of fire, you don't have a problem with pride anymore or exalting self. The fire of God burns pride out of you. It burns covetousness out of you. It burns all the works of the flesh in Galatians. It burns the sin nature
3: right out of you. It gives you a nature that cannot sin. How can you sin if you
1: can't sin? This is the church of the wise virgin that he's coming back, he's looking for a church that's without spot, blemish, or wrinkle. What does that mean? No sin, sin free. No sin in your mind, no sin in your heart, no sin in your in your mouth. I am just starting to begin to to, to, to walk in this now. And Jesus didn't give that to me to come here to boast and brag to you about it, but it's to impart it to you, to show you how you can get it for yourselves, so you can be the church where he says, well done, thou good and faithful servant. He, you think Jesus delights that he's going to have to say? He told Morse Rell this year, he said, if, if, if I was to return now, and the last trumpet was, was to sound, 90 per, over 90% of all evangelicals in the United States would be cast into hell. He would say, depart from me, I never knew you. That's the mess the church is in. So that's why God pulled Prophet Brian Carn in 2015 my message is to get the church sanctified. You can't get the baptism of fire without sanctification first.
3: I got sanctified years ago.
1: But it wasn't until 2015 on my birthday that Jesus raptured me. How many of you ever heard Jesse Duplantis uh uh, his testimony, how he was raptured to heaven. In his book, in his videos, DVDs, Close Encounters of the God Kind. Literally taken out of his body, raptured to heaven. I got raptured this year. But my body wasn't raptured, my spirit was. So about a month and a half ago, Jesus, I was in the throne room, with Jesus He said, I'm taking the Ark of the Covenant. How many of you saw the movie... Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. This is the type of judgment that God is going to judge people who touch his prophets this hour, says the Spirit of the Lord. They're going to burn with fire like that. Of course, that's a Hollywood version. And and, and the soldiers in that version wanted to harness the the power of the ark so they can destroy the world. They were wicked. They were not Levites. They were not qualified to 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 be the, to be the, the high priest in that. And that's why God destroyed them that way. And if you've seen the movie Indiana Jones, he says his girlfriend, "Don't look in the ark. Keep your eyes closed,"
3: because he knew the Bible. People say, "Oh, we want a manifestation of God's glory."
1: There you go. Thanks, Larry. Thanks for searching out things for me. I, I we need to work together on that. Thanks.
2: It was that's constant. She's a good researcher.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to make assumptions and presumptions. If you you know, you can have the fire inside you, but you can you can you can step out of the fire momentarily and make an assumption or presumption. This is where the scripture says if any man sinned we have an advocate with Christ Jesus with Christ Jesus the righteous. He's the appropriation for our sins. Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, once you get the, once you're sanctified, spirit Spirit's own body, and the fire comes inside of you, your complaining nature will die. Satan will never again be able to tempt you to sin against the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, because in the fire, Jesus destroys that root and all. Okay, Larry, where was the scripture, Larry, in Malachi, where, where it says, I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers, they will be ashes under your feet. Find that scripture, Larry. And it talks about Jesus suddenly, the messenger of the covenant, suddenly coming to his temple. And a lot of people say, well, that was when John the Baptist, he was the forerunner. Yeah, that's part of it. But you see, I've already had my rapture, brothers and sisters. Some of you waiting for rapture for for your body to be taken off this earth. He ain't coming for your sinful body. Your sinful body going on the ground, brothers and sisters. It's not going up in the rapture. You don't think that will go up in the rapture is your spirit. Boy, Larry, people get mad when I say that. And I heard that from Brian Karn the other day. Because not Prophet Brian Karn speaking, it's the Almighty God speaking inside of him. I know the difference between God speaking and the flesh speaking. And we know the difference between between the, the soul of a person speaking and, and, and the spirit speaking. Because when the spirit speaks out of you, Larry, the person at the other end will say, hey, that's a confirmation, man of God. When the flesh speaks, well, they'll, they'll say, well, I don't know about that, Prophet Larry. <laughs> I think you missed it. And sometimes you'll say, well, yeah, I know God showed it to me. But you know what the problem is? It's not with you, Larry. It's not with the prophet in your mouth. It's them. They've been blinded by the god of this world that they cannot see. See the scripture? (laughs) The hypocrites don't admit that they're, they're 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 hiding something. I can't wait to be invited on television and expose the military secrets to the United States of America, the
3: American people.
1: I will come near to you to judgment and I will be a swift witness against the sorcerers and against the adulterers Malachi 3 and 5 did you know that this also applies to people in the church that are operating in witchcraft Larry
3: yes I'm looking for that scripture it says they will be ashes under your feet
1: Boy, people don't want to hear that. But here's the positive part of this word. The prophets that operate in the mantle of Elijah, star, that, that break through in their spirit, where Jesus breaks them through in the spirit, where they walk in the Father's fullness, he governmentals will walk in the Father's fullness, not Jesus' fullness. To walk in Jesus' fullness, you have to be a part of the system of the fivefold ministry. Father God has prophets too. They don't, op- they don't operate like, like, like Jesus' prophets operate because they don't have a foundational anointing The governmentals. Look at Brian Carr he says he's a prophet like, like just like Jeremiah. Yet he says he's a foundational Ephesians 4 prophet. He just doesn't have the, his eyes enlightened to the, to the difference between the mantles of the Old Testament be that they are governmental. And God never done away with it. When you read Malachi chapter 4, Larry... Does it not Four say?
2: 4 and 3. 4 and 3.
1: Yeah. You shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under your feet. When is this going to happen? Watch when... I'll tell you in part where, where this is going to happen. When there's a nuclear attack on the United States, and those who are, have their names written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you won't be affected by the, the fiery judgment of that fire. Your body won't be burned. But it says right here, You shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under your feet. In the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. So that means the church is still here when that takes place. Oh, boy, I better not get in that, that conversation, Larry. I'm going to get in trouble. You have some people online that disagree with me. Church, I do not believe in pre-tribulation rapture. I do not believe in mid-tribulation rapture. And I don't believe in the rapture taking place at the end of the great tribulation. Because Jesus said, no man knows the day of my return. Only the Father knows. Not even the angels. Oh, somebody hung up already. (laughs) Whenever you have a belief of the rapture thing, before the tribulation, the middle, and, and the end, you have arguments. You have contention, discord, and strife. Sixth thing does the Lord hate, and the seventh is an abomination to him. Right, Larry? Is that not in Proverbs? Find that scripture in Proverbs and post it on the screen for the people, Larry. Six things that the Lord hates, and the seventh is an abomination: a lying tongue, a false witness, a brother that sows discord or a sister that sows discord. And do you think that discord is not being sowed and the house is not divided when people argue about pre trib mid-trip, post-tribulation? The, the unbelievers are seeing this and they don't want to go to church. They said, "Look at that, these brothers and sisters can't even get along." And the Bible says that that a house divided cannot stand. You see, some of you may not like me, but if you like God, if you want to be part of the remnant, you have to love me. Because I'm rightly dividing the word of truth. God is speaking this out of my mouth, not Raymond Lef. When the devil looks at me, he don't see Raymond LaFave, because Raymond LaFave is crucified, buried into the baptism of death of Romans chapter 6. Walking in Romans chapter 19. 7 and 8. What's that?
2: Proverbs 6, 16 to
1: 19. okay. Can you copy and paste that on the screen? You, you can do it easier way, just by finding the scriptures. And or are you using your cell phone to do this, or are you using your computer?
2: Our uh, Wisconsin is helping me.
1: Okay, tell her she can make yeah. it fast. You know, some people can do it fast if they got Bible posts or uh, or um, they, there's a certain like you can go to Bible gate. I go to biblegateway.com and I copy with my mouth and then I post it in the room. I just paste it. It's easier that way. Some people say, well, does this apply today because we're under grace? Should we sin that grace may abound, Romans says? Are we allowed to sin that, that as an excuse so grace can abound, so we can continue asking for forgiveness and continue the same sin, Prophet Larry? No. No siree. Now, some of you, you feel really bad because the Spirit of God is exposing things out of me. This is not a condemnation Message. This is a message to expose the, your shortcomings, your weaknesses, the hidden sins in your life, so you can be set free, brothers and sisters.
3: So, Larry, read, read,
1: read, read out un, until we wait for the sister there to, to type in this. this maybe I hang on. I'll get my Bible there. <laughs> Look at Proverbs. I'm not impatient or in a hurry, but I was. Um, maybe I just have to wait a bit until yeah, so she it's gets proper. Proverbs six
2: sixteen through nineteen.
1: Proverbs is right after Psalms, right? Yes. Okay, let me go.
2: Yeah, Proverbs six, sixteen through nineteen. The
1: prophet Larry, God's gonna give you a message on this on, on, on these scriptures. You watch. God's gonna deposit a message. I notice sometimes God speaks things out of my mouth by the oracles. You come up a few weeks later and you start preaching on it and teaching. I said, looky here. Looky here. Me the prophet Larry the Apostle. The prophet Praise prophesies God. the prophetic word by the oracles of God, and the apostle brings a message that builds a foundation inside the church. You see, Larry? You see where the apostle anointing is operating in you? I know now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Praise God.
1: It's not, listen, if people say, oh, you're just looking to put a title on your name, that is not a title to those who are baptized in fire. It's an office that Jesus placed inside you. See, in that office, you can pastor a church. Your pastoring is not in the building, Larry. It's on talk shoe. You are the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, evangelist teacher on talk shoe. And yes, because you're... It, when I when I prophesied a while back, I said, Oh, Larry, I see the Ezekiel Watchman 33 inside of you, the seer and, and, and the prophet. And that, that is birthing, that's still birthing inside of you. I've been operating in those three offices. Well, listen, when I first started in, in 2003... I got the governmental prophet's office in 2003, brothers and sisters. In 2005, I was promoted to the office of a uh, of a Ephesians 4 foundational prophet. Okay, that's the only office there in the Ephesians that I'm operating in that I know of. But in the in 2008. I goes to Midland, Texas, and there's an apostle down there in the five-fold ministry. He just came out of the Church of God in Christ Larry. He says, when are, you going to, when are you going to stop being stubborn and resisting God's spirit? I said, what do you mean? He said, promotion doesn't come from the East or the West, but from the Lord. He said, you're supposed to be an apostle. This was 2008. So it took me a whole year before I, I, I agreed with the man of God. And In 2009, I got the confirmations from the President of the United States that I was called to be an apostle. apostles ephesians 4 now he thought that but the lord told me no first corinthians 12 28 apostle that's governmental who is a governmental apostle prophet and teacher first corinthians 12 28 apostle paul i can prove to you out of scripture that apostle paul did not have the foundational office of the apostle and prophet that peter had because peter was a pastor in that foundational ministry Paul never pastored a church. Na 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 na. Nah. I got you all. I did my homework. Na 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 na. <laughs> Paul was in prison. You notice in in the book of Acts, he went to prison in almost every city that he visited. What the governmental foundational prophets work with the apostle and the pastor in the local church to perfect the saints. Governmental prophets are the ones that go to the. To, let me tell you what a governmental is governmental is a person who has a prophetic office and a gifting given to them by god the father and it's not to perfect the bride in the local church it's to give corrective words to the president of the united states it's to give corrective words to the mayor of your city it's to give corrective words to the to the police chief of your city that's stealing money from the government it's to expose it it's governmental words. You get assignments from the Holy Spirit to go give governmental to give words of reproof and correction and expose wickedness in the lives and and of, of the governor of your state, of members of Congress, of members of the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. John the Baptist operated that way. He went to the King of Israel. King Israel wasn't saved. He goes to the King of Israel and he says he says to Herod, "It's not lawful for you to have your brother Philip's
3: wife." You adulterer?
1: And she told her husband, You better get that guy killed, man. I ain't gonna put up with that. So what does Herod do? He off he has a big feast. He invites the, 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 the tribune that was in Jerusalem.
4: Thank you,
3: Jesus. And and, and, and the Roman proconsul, which what is in Jerusalem? Who was Herod's friend?
1: And, and and Herod said his he said he said to Salome. Salome was his his brother's wife's daughter. He said, "Dance before me, and I'll give you to I'll give you any any riches you want, even to the half of my kingdom." So after she dances in any, some of you ever seen the movie where she dances? Boy, she she looked like a real little Jezebel, a real little harlot, dressed like like like, like I don't I won't use the vernacular of what some people use in English, but she looked like real seducer, man. And her mother said come over here tell your tell out your father and my husband i want the head of john the baptist on a platter and when he heard that out he was grieved in his spirit because he knew god was a prophet of the most high god but because the roman his roman friends were there he said go chop his head off let me tell you some brothers and sisters what more said in his ministry. From the time that John the Baptist started his public ministry to baptize people with water into repentance to the time he was beheaded was only six months. It's six months he was beheaded. And where Sorello get that information he did historical studies that are bona fide truthful studies of that, that time frame period. You can get knowledge like that. It's available on the internet if you know where to go, brothers and sisters. Josephus was a Jewish historian. He comes on the scene in Jerusalem in seventy AD. He's an undercover, secret, born again Christian, Messianic believer. But for fear of the Jews, he he lets the Jews think that he that he's a a a a ascetic Jew. But he's really a, a a Messiah worshiper. The Titus the Roman general destroyed the, the The temple in Jerusalem in 70 A.D. Why 70 A.D.? Because Jesus on the way to Calvary, on the way to be crucified, said, don't weep for me. You look at this in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. He said, don't weep for me. but Weep for your children. For there shall not be one stone left upon another that shall not be thrown down. Jesus was prophesying a judgment that was going to happen in the future. He didn't put a date on it. He didn't put a time on it. But he he gave a hint. He said, you women, don't weep for me, but weep for your children and your children's children. They saw that judgment come to pass. people say Jesus never spoke judgment boy you're a hypocrite you you, you listen, brothers and sisters, you cannot discern God's word you cannot even know jesus as your as your Lord you can know him as your savior but you'll never know him as your Lord with your carnal human mind because your carnal human mind is the mind of the antichrist anything that you, you if you try to discern God's voice with your human mind you're anti-Christ and you're opposing God you're opposing the Trinity Jesus said let this mind be in you which was in Christ God was in Christ it didn't say that God was in Jesus it said I'm giving you exact King James version God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself people think Jesus' last name was Christ but that's a lie from hell people think that Jesus was God on earth let me share something with you, brothers and sisters. Jesus said, I can do nothing of myself. What I see, the, he left his deity at the right hand of the Father in heaven. He was born without sin, but he left his deity at the right hand of the Father. He was not born on earth as God, because if he would have been born on earth as God, ain't no way the devil could have tempt him. Because the Bible says God cannot be tempted with sin. So which part of Jesus was tempted was his humanity. The part of him that was son of man. The Bible said he was tempted in all points, yet without sin. You know what the without sin means? He didn't come agreement to it. He did not yield to it. He did not yield to the lust of the flesh, the lust he has, and the pride of life. He rebuked it. He told Satan, Satan came to tempt and said, you be the son of God. You know why the devil said that to Jesus? Because the devil, for all the time that Jesus was on earth, he did not know he was the son of God. Satan didn't know that. I'll give you a scripture to back it up. Here's the scripture. But you've got to find out where that scripture is. Had the princes of this world known who Jesus was, they would have never crucified the prince of glory. The princes he's talking about, there's not flesh and blood, it's demonic powers. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. That means princes. Powers. Rulers of darkness. Spiritual wickedness in high places. There's the category. Now, Jesus went to, when he goes to hell, what does he do? He says to Satan, he said, you have betrayed innocent blood. Now I'm taking back the keys of hell and death that you stole off of Adam because of his wife's sin against you and against God. (laughs) You do not bear the image of the Son of God inside of you until you get the, the man of sin burned out of your soul, your spirit, your mind, and your flesh. Who's this man of sin? Well, read Revelation chapter 20. Verse 4, I saw those that were beheaded for the wisdom, death, testimony of Jesus, they loved not their lives unto the death, and they did not receive the mark of the beast in their in their foreheads. You know what the mark of the beast in the forehead? It's not a Google, uh, 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 people think, well, it's the mark of the beast is a, a computer chip they're going to put in my forehead. No, that's not what it's referring to. The mark of the beast in the forehead, the beast is your fallen sinful nature. Those born again Christians that have been led to believe a religious lie and saying, well, the market of is a computer chip. They are going to be cast into hell because Jesus said, I'm going to send them a strong deception. Here's a scripture, a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Why? Because they did not have the love for the truth. And they shall be damned who held pleasure in unrighteousness. People say, oh, I'm born again. But I can cuss all I want. I cannot forgive my pastor if I choose to. Nobody's going to tell me different. Yeah, you're going to spend eternity in hell, man. And when I'm speaking this, i got my eyes closed. I'm not pointing the finger at anybody in this room. Did Brothers and sisters, I, did I call anybody else that this applies to you? No, I didn't. I'm not here to do that. If something God's speaking out of my mouth and you know what applies to you, just say, Jesus, oh, God, please. I don't want to go to hell. God, give me this sanctification. Sanctify my spirit, my soul, and my... Paul says, I pray that... Did you know Paul had the ability to travail like a woman did in, 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 in childbirthing? apostle paul he said i pray that christ be formed into your hearts that you be be preserved blameless unto the coming of the lord that you be sanctified spirit soul and body the coming of the lord takes place on the inside of you not when you're six feet under and then hear the trumpet sound i've already heard my trumpet sound and i've been raptured already people think the rapture is, is off of this planet earth listen until every person in the United, worldwide has heard the gospel for a witness. Here's the scripture. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached all into all the world for a witness. And then the end shall come. The world hasn't been evangelized yet with, with that kind of a witness. The word witness there in Greek is interpreted this now. I'll tell you what it means. It means martyr. I know a woman in Evansville, Indiana. Prophetess Jones. Mary Jones, a, you can find her on, on, on Facebook. And she was on a 40-day fast two, three years ago. And the Lord told her, says, she told her, fa- her husband this. She told her children this, her youngins. She said, before Jesus returns, there's going to be a great persecution upon us, upon us believers. And she said, I'm going to have my head chopped off by the guillotine. Some of you don't believe in that. Some of you say, well, I'm going to be rapture. I'm not going to have my head chopped off. Prove to me out of the Bible you're not going to have your head chopped off. There's going to be a lot of people wake up when, 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 when the rapture doesn't take place and, and people are getting their heads chopped off. Years ago, we had a preacher from Conyers, Georgia. He came to our church in Canada. He said, Raymond, did you know that in the Georgia legislature in the city that I live in, they, they, passed, the, the state of, they, they tried to pass a law legalizing the death penalty in the place of beheading. Instead of the, instead of in death by injection, they, they they tried to pass a motion to, to have people's heads cut off. They were going to use the organs. How many of you know that in China, you know how they execute the prisoners in China? They chop their heads off. They take the heart that's still beating inside of them. They get the, they get the surgeons to operate. They take the kidneys out, the lungs and the liver, and they send that to hospitals where people are dying. With, they need a kidney transplant. The Antichrist is going to have a thought come into his mind in the near future I know who the antichrist is some of you are wondering Said, well we have churches full of antichrist people anybody trying to interpret God's word through through your human mind is antichrist he sits in the temple of God saying I'm God that's born again Christians that are struggling with their flesh nature their sin nature and their Christ nature you, and you can't serve two masters brothers and sisters you're going to have to make a choice this year before the year is over. Choose this day who you're going to serve. If you want to serve Jesus, and you want to have the sin nature burned and destroyed out of you, you ask Jesus to baptize you with fire, because he's the only one that can baptize you with fire. That's what John the Baptist said. My commission is to get the fire inside of you people in this room. Yes, 10. Connie, 57. God's chosen, Texas. Miss Southeast Texas, 346. My job is to get the fire inside of you. Larry's job as an apostle is to get you sanctified. That will be his commission starting now and next year. Get you sanctified. Because after you're sanctified, then the fire can come inside you. If 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 God put the fire in you, Larry, if God put the fire in somebody, they, they weren't sanctified, what, what's going to happen to them, Larry? Tell me. Tell the people here online.
2: Uh, praise God. If God uh, put the fire in you,
1: if God put the fire in the people in the room here and they weren't sanctified, what would happen to them? They'll burn They're
2: up. Human. That's okay. right. They'll burn
1: Now, who's uh-huh. the woman talking in the background? Is that Connie? Oh, I'm sorry. It's Michelle. I just couldn't help it because God was giving me the answer when you Old said Sister it. Oh, Sister Michelle, how are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Are you getting any confirmations in your spirit with the Spirit of God speaking out of me? Everything. <laughs> yes.
0: A whole lot. Uh, and and this doing.
1: message is not to condemn the church, though the church is in trouble, Listen, there are going to be prophets that are going to come on the scene. They're going to go up to a, a person that, that's not sanctified yet and say, Thus saith the Lord, in three days I'm going to sanctify your spirit, your soul, and your body. And they say, Well, where can you back that up in Scripture? Did not Jesus say, On the uh, third day I will rise, raise you up?
2: Uh, Paul, uh, when Paul went on the road to Damascus, three days, and then he had Barab, uh, bon, uh, Ananias. Ananias
1: restored. was a prophet that showed up to him. And he wasn't Children. Ananias that, that that died in the church there. This was a, a prophet by the name of Ananias. So did you know that I I shared this with a man of God from um um from from the United he's not from the United States but he lives in Canada, he's from England. He married a Canadian woman, He's got a family here. He's on he he he's the head usher for Morcerello. and he's my covering in the spirit. He's my apostle prophets covering in the spirit. I have a covering from a man that's in the 5 ministry, yet I'm governmental. Funny, eh? And then this brother, he pastors the church in Canada. He goes to my ex-pastor's church in Canada. And God won't even let me uh, within 25 miles of my ex-church. <laughs> it's great, eh? Because prophets are not welcome in your own home church or your own country for that fact. That's why I'm received in the United States, but not in Canada. Jesus said, "A prophet is not without honor." Now, they're, 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 is that Sharita Berry there? That just came in. Um, thank you, Jesus. Is that Pastor Prophet Sharita Berry?
2: Yes, that's that's the woman of God.
1: See, she's a she's an apostle also. You go on her website. There, she says she's an apostle. Is that a confirmation, uh, uh, apostle Berry? Amen. Apostle Berry, did you just come online <laughs> now? I just yes, in Larry, are you recording these the, these uh these 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 meetings here? Yes sir. When you get a chance, send her a link of tonight's message, uh what, what God brought through you and through me.
2: Amen, I sure will.
1: Because God's been speaking out of my mouth for the past what is it, hour, hour and a half, Larry? Yes, sir. Now some of you that are tired, maybe you need you need to leave, maybe you need to go, well you can do that. But if you're hungry and you want to let God stretch a little longer, Oh Larry, I'm gonna keep you up tonight. <laughs> Larry, do I have a time uh frame that I have to stop?
2: Well, uh I know like myself, um I uh you can close out in ten because myself okay. I have to Okay, okay uh, well myself and others have to work tomorrow. Okay, that's so nice. but uh, I was letting the Lord use you.
1: Prophet is Barry. You see you, you have all the five offices in the five four ministry, is that true? correct You're right are and, and 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 uh you are married
0: um well i had to postpone the wedding because um my brother passed away
1: yeah okay have you asked the lord and said, "Well, lord, is this the man for me?"
0: I've been asking God, still waiting for an answer.
1: Now, the lord told me that he's the one. Mm-hmm. just don't put it off too long mm-hmm. but here, here's a word of wisdom for you now I, I believe you to have the experience of the baptism of fire am I telling the truth amen now your husband to me don't have the fire is that a confirmation
0: um, he, he's saved and everything and in well, church. You know, but... he
1: can, woman of God, he can be saved and be anointed and all that gets the spirit, raise the dead, cast out devils. but it doesn't mean he has the fire of God in him. Well, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's, that's what I mean. You're going to put it inside him. What I, when you have the fire God inside you, you don't willfully sin no more. You can't sin anymore. Mm, amen. And then when you have the fab, the baptism of fire that I have, you can raise the dead. Have you raised anybody from the dead?
0: I pray for people and seeing God do some miraculously turn around and
1: people... A- every time you preach woman of health. God behind the pulpit, guess what? Somebody's being raised from the dead. Mm. I've experienced the raising of the dead of somebody physically dead.
3: Mm.
1: And mm. when I when I experienced that, I wasn't even sanctified woman of God. I was just a baby believer with behind the ears.
4: Mm.
1: But I wanted to tell Larry that... I got knocked off my horse not long ago. And in three days, I was baptized with fire. Then, then the Holy Spirit. You see, the majority of church believers today, Apostle Barry, speak in tongues. And they've been told that that's the baptism of the Spirit. i got news for you, Apostle Barry. That is not the baptism of the Spirit. That's the prayer language. Amen. Amen. Because if they had the baptism of fire, they wouldn't be sinning and complaining and being critical and judgmental. hmm
0: Mm-hmm. Uh huh.
1: Right. <laughs> Next year, woman of God, do you pastor a, a church uh, in a building, or or just the internet or teleconferencing? How do you do it?
0: Internet and teleconference line.
1: Okay, you're gonna. Some people are gonna start dropping dead in your ministry. Hmm. Now, why is that? There's gossiping behind your back. Is that a confirmation, woman of God?
0: You're right. A whole bunch of them.
1: God says they're going to drop dead like Ananias and Sapphira from this day forth, says the word of the Lord. But I'll tell you what I know. My pa- ex-pastor, he's an apostle here in Canada. About 70 years ago, I asked him, I said, um, I said, do you believe Ananias went to hell?" the pastor? He said, no, I got peace in my spirit that they're in heaven with, with Jesus. I said, but they lied to the Holy Ghost. He said, that doesn't matter. God is merciful. God looks on the heart. So when I became a governmental prophet in 2003, I asked the Lord a question. I said, Lord, when, where did Adonai Sapphira go? They went to paradise. He said, Jesus asked me a question. He said, did they blaspheme my Holy Spirit or lie to my spirit? Let me ask you the same question. Did Adonai Sapphira blaspheme the Holy Spirit or lie to the Holy Spirit? They
4: They lied.
1: They lied. So what happened when they lied? They were, flesh was given over to judgment so that their soul could be saved. Mm. That means their spirit man went to heaven. And their soul. The only time you're not, the only sin that Jesus said cannot be forgiven is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. And to blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, you have to have a reprobate heart and mind. You have to be a person that has a seared conscience. Conscience. Now, there are homosexuals and lesbians that are borderline reprobate, but they still can be saved. The problem is there ain't too many preachers out there that have the real fire. They got strange fires out of them. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Woman of God, your ministry is about to shift and change. Mm -hmm. And God's not going to allow you to marry that man until you get the fire inside of him. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, God's gonna put you into a new dimension of authority and fire that every sickness and disease person that you lay hands on will be healed instantly. Oh. Diabetics will be healed instantly. I asked the Lord, what's the root cause of diabetes? He's this is what he told me. When I was living near Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada years ago, he said it was a Jamaican woman, she had a she was taking an insulin injections. she said, I heard this in the spirit. I go, I was gonna win her with oil, and I heard the Holy Spirit say, What was that word, Holy Spirit? Yeah. Stillborn child. So that means any woman that was born with a stillborn child or miscarries is a recipient of diabetes, either type 1 or type 2. So I asked the woman of God, I said, did you ever have a stillborn child? My firstborn. He said, you see my second born here? He's mentally retarded. In his 20s, and we don't call mental retardation that today by that name. We use the name Down syndrome. And I told her, she, you know why your 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 second child here has Down syndrome, which we used to call back in the 1950s and 60s, 70s, 80s, mental retardation? Because you backslid from the Lord.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And when a woman or a man, husband, backslide from the Lord and give birth to a child, the child is born with mental retardation. Down syndrome. Every time. It's a curse. And there's a lot of children that have that, but they have Jesus in their hearts, and they're going to heaven.
4: Praise the Lord, hallelujah.
1: They're smarter than, than some of us older ones. Because they don't know what sin is. <laughs>
3: they just like a little child. Woman of God, get ready. There's a shift
1: and a change coming to you. God's going to have you sow a sacrificial love offering that's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt your checkbook. What is the Bible? I heard Prophet Brian say the other day really freaked me out because I've never asked people for money in my life, not even as a prophet. I let God speak to a sheep and the sheep sow into me. That's, that's the way it usually works with me. But I heard Prophet Brian say in the book of Samuel, it says the, the, when they went to visit the prophet, they never went empty-handed. They brought shekels of silver with them. I said, Lord, does this apply today? He said, yeah. So God's going to speak to you to sow a sacrificial offering into a prophet, and when you obey him, I'm not going to tell you the amount because I, I don't operate that way. But look at that false prophet there, uh, 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 Bishop Bernard Jordan. What a, what an anointed man of Satan right from the pit. He's anointed by the devil himself. He won't prophesy to you when you go on his website unless you sow $1,000 into his ministry. Then he'll prophesy, thus say, The Lord. And he's what you call a Balaam prophet. He's a soothsayer. He prophesies for money. Give me your money, then I'll prophesy, speak thus, say the Lord. Those prophets are going to die and wind up in hell this hour, say the Almighty. Just like God brought a judgment on prophet Kim Clement. He almost died this year. He was in a coma. He had a brain, a blood clot in his brain. Why? Last year, he made a prophetic word. He said, thus say the Lord. Pope Francis is God's anointed man of the hour. What a life from hell. And people that were connected to him, how many know Kim Clement, the prophet? Yeah, he prophesied that. I saw the video on YouTube. He said, this pope is the Lord's anointed. When I know, the Lord told me he's the false prophet in the book of Revelation. So how can he be anointed by Jesus and be anointed by the devil? So God said, I want you to decrease judgment on Kim Clement. I said, I command him to have a brain cloth. And hopefully it will lead to his repentance. He got right with God this year, boy. Oh, some people don't like to hear that. Are there prophets that speak that way? Well, look. Ananias and Sapphira. When they lied to the Holy Spirit, what did Peter say? You've not lied to man, but unto God. Three hours later, his, his wife comes in. She doesn't know what happened to her husband. And he said, did you agree with your husband to sell the land for so much? She said, yeah. The same feet that took your husband out are taking you out. And she died instantly in front of the church, right in the church service. In the church, there was incest. And they said, to deliver such a one over to Satan for the destruction of their flesh so their soul could be saved. That's how I know Fire went to heaven. They didn't blaspheme the Holy Ghost. In God's mercy, he brought a judgment on their flesh, they died instantly. But their soul and the spirit went to heaven. Because to blaspheme the Holy Spirit, you have to have a serious conscience and a reprobate mind. And that only happens to Romans chapter 1, to homosexuals. It does happen sometimes to, to Pharisees in the church, though. You're going to see other preachers, women of God, drop dead. You're going to see some, some struck up a heart attack, some are going to die of cancer. Why are they going to of cancer? Woman, God, I'll tell you why. Because these bishops in these churches, Church of God in Christ, there are bishops having sex outside their marriage with the song leader. Did you know that there are some parts of the, the Church of God in Christ they don't believe a woman can be licensed and ordained as an apostle, prophet, or pastor? Did you know that? Definitely. So when God tells you to go to a, a Church of God in Christ in your area or outside your area and say, go there. You sit there and listen, then God tells you to prophesy and expose the bishop in that church, his adultery right in front of the whole, God spoke to Paul said, rebuke before all that others may fear. Open rebuke is better than secret love. There's two scriptures. God will establish word in the mouth of two, three scriptures or two, three witnesses. He's going to use it to expose adultery among bishops. Five years ago, I decreed that it would be a massive flood in, in Atlanta, Georgia. The following year, Atlanta was flooded. How many of you remember that flood that hit Atlanta? And Prophet Brian Carn said, there's another flood coming to Atlanta. Well, he didn't say what it was. He said, there's another judgment coming to Atlanta. Last week, my son, uh, I mean, this week, about four or five days ago, he was in, 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 in India, and he went to a city where, where, they, where they burned born-again Christians to death there, and I was concerned for his safety. I said, Lord, did you speak to him to go there? He said, No. He said, Satan as an angel of light appeared to him, and he thinks it's my voice, it's not him. So I said, I said, God, you want me to decree a judgment to that town, that city? He said, yes. I decree massive flooding, massive downpour of rainstorms, hit that area. Three days later, I said, how you doing? He said, we have to leave, it's flooded here. I said, when When did the flooding start? He said, the same day that you spoke to me on the internet, the first day we arrived here. True Testament prophets, what he speaks comes to pass. There was a, an Ohio prophet, apostle, seven, eight years ago, gave me a prophetic word. He said, you're the prophet that God's going to use from Canada to decree earthquakes and bring them into operation in the United States of America. Tornadoes, F1, F2, F3, F4, F5. God spoke the, the tornado of the F5 tornado that's called a finger god that struck Moore, Oklahoma, a few years ago. Because the day before that tornado was released, the mayor of that city announced that we we're accepting gay homosexual marriages here. LGBT is accepted here. And God spoke to a pastor down there that I don't even know who he was. He was an apostle, a pastor, prophet. And God showed him in a, in a vision that it was going to be a judgment of a, of, a, of a tornado. And God, I didn't know, have no knowledge of that. I said F5 tornado, finger of God strike Oklahoma, and it was in more. And we know what happened there. Some people died. God spoke the judgment on my mouth that brought a, t- a tornado to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and Joplin, Missouri a few years ago. You see how it was leveled there in the news there? Prophet Larry gives me a prophetic word the other day. He says, you're going to decree j- judgment of fire on all Planned Parenthood clinics in the United States, and God's going to burn them to the ground. Well, God's been speaking that out of my mouth for the last five, seven, eight years in tornadoes. This confirmation, what Larry spoke to me. Okay, Larry. Now, prophet, is Barry. When God gives you that amount to sow to that prophet, the amount you give, God's going to multiply it because this is your year's jubilee, fifty times. So, if you sow a hundred dollars, you're going to get fifty dollars. Fifty times a hundred is going to come back to you. If you sow, if you sow a thousand dollars, God says I'm going to give you back fifty times a thousand dollars. That's fifty thousand. Whew. Whatever you sow, God's going to match it. And because this is your Jubilee, the number 50 is the number of Jubilee. God's going to multiply that seed you sow 50 times. Plus, he's going to give you some confirmations and some answers. Have you got unsaved loved ones, of Prophetess uh, Berry? Be- Be- Can you say
0: that one more time?
1: Do you have unsaved loved ones?
0: Yeah, a whole bunch of
1: them. They're going to get saved. Some of them are going to come in the hard way. Like like God is going to send a Moby Dick and swallow them like Jonah. Now when they go through this experience, they're going to come crying to you. Mama, please pray for me. Auntie, please pray for me. And you know what you're going to say? Uh-uh. Why should I part, pray for you and partake of your sin? You cry out to Jesus to save you and deliver you. Then I'll pray and cast that devil out of you. Not till you're ready to serve the Lord. Otherwise, they'll come back in you seven times. You'll be seven times worse. See, a lot of pastors, they pray for m- members of the congregation that have spoken against preachers in other churches because they don't believe in apostles or prophets. And then the pastor lays hands on somebody dying with cancer, and, and then three months later, the, he comes back from the doctor, and they find spots on his lungs, and he ge- he got now a year to live. And the moment you go to a doctor and you say, okay, I'm going to take chemotherapy, you're cursed with a curse, says the Almighty. Because cursed is he who puts his trust in the arm of flesh. Jesus does not operate through doctors to heal people of cancer. He might do it in an operation. But whenever you you, you, you come into agreement, you see the Bible said, Blessed is he who walketh not in the counsel of who? The ungodly. Nor seated in the scene of scornful. The moment we... Listen, I was in the hospital. I was on morphine. Uh, five milligrams every 30 minutes for, for, for four days last year. I was dying with cancer. I had no choice. They, they put me on that. My flesh enjoyed it. Boy, the pain was killed, but I was getting stoned. And the doctor said, you, you got a tumor the size of a pineapple in your left kidney. I said, how long have I got to live? He said, well, if you're lucky, maybe five months. He said, do you want any chemorations? I said, I don't want none whatsoever. I said, why should I take a curse and be cursed by, by God? Because he said in his word, Cursed is he who puts his trust in the arm of flesh. We have to believe Jesus to heal us with his stripes. 39 stripes, 39 miracles. Healing is the children's bread. Why is it people go to doctors to get radiation and chemo and they die afterwards? Now, I know some people that took chemo and radiation and, and, and the cancer was gone after a year. You know why? Because in their desperation, they cried out to Jesus and they touched the hem of his garment and he healed them. It wasn't the chemo that healed them because radiation, you know radiation does here in Canada? Doctors, specialists found out that radiation and chemotherapy destroys all the white good cells in your body and accelerates your, your death sentence. You've got to believe for Jesus. The time is coming when they're going to come into your homes and they're going to burn the Bible right in front of you. Well, yeah, persecution coming to the U.S. Get ready. Did you know that there was a city in the state of Ohio the other day? I was listening to Jay Sekulow, and he's a Christian, born-again Christian lawyer. for the UC, and, 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 he, and he said this one town in Ohio, I don't know, I can't remember the name of the city. You know what happened? They made it illegal for you parents born-again Christians to do homeschooling. They passed a bylaw, and in in, in that bylaw, the U.S. Supreme Court is in agreement with with the mayor of that city in that bylaw. If you don't take them away from homeschooling and send them to a godless public school where they're teaching your children about, about homosexuality in kindergarten, you will be sent to prison. And that's going to that's gonna hit a lot of American cities. What are you going to do when that takes place? Are you going to take a stand before Jesus? says, As for me, my house, we're going to serve the Lord. The church is going to be tested and tried. I'm telling you this now so that when it happens, you'll you know that God spoke it out of Prophet Raymond. You're not going to hear me say, well, Prophet Raymond said those words. No, 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 no. God only watches over his word to bring his word to pass when he speaks out of my mouth. He won't bring anything to pass that, that you and I speak. Okay, Larry, it's all yours. The Lord said, give it back to Larry there.
2: Praise the Lord. Amen. I want to thank God for everybody that's on the line. And I want to
1: get this message, Larry. How, how do I get it?
2: Um, this is what you do. You go to TalkShoe.com. Yeah. Uh, TalkShoe.com. And you fill up the web, website. going to have caller ID up to the the right.
1: And it gives the date. The um, nice date.
2: You, it's gonna give today's date, but once I end it, give it about. i would say about. I think I think it takes anywhere. I say in eight hours it should be uploaded.
1: Oh, okay, so so to, so will what God spoke out of me? Will it be on that recording?
2: Yes, it will. All okay. of it. Okay,
1: Prophet Sharita Berry I'm, I'm 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 always getting mixed up. Prophet. Uh, 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 yeah, it is, Sharita. Oh, forgive me. Um, you need to listen to that message. You need to hear what God spoke out of my mouth and Larry's mouth, because it's going to change you. There's some answers in there to some key key things that you've been asking God about. I'm talking about str- strategic things. God's going to put you. Well, I can't tell you now. I'm sorry, Larry. <laughs> you know, I can prophesy forever. Amen. If if I could get Prophetess Sherita uh, Berry, do you have a landline line phone, woman of God? Yes, I do. Could could uh, Larry, can you uh, can I, I put... I I can give you
0: my cell number. I'm not. I'll give you my cell number. Oh, okay, over because here. what
1: what I normally do is I don't want people to to give their personal numbers online. No, like
0: I. I always give out my cell number because I have two lines. Okay, I have a okay. Cell and then I have a personal line, but I'll give you my cell number.
1: Okay. So write it on. Uh, do you want me to give you my email address and you can send it to there, or, are you, um, or are you just going to put it on the screen?
0: No, I don't. I'm not in the chat room, so it's um. If whoever's in there, you know, it's eight zero
1: four five eight five. Okay, hang on, hang on, woman. God, let me get a pen and paper here. Eight zero four. Wait, Larry. I, I got to get a pen. I don't have a pen in my hand. I don't have a pen in my hand. Okay, hang on a second there. Let me get a, a writing writing pad. Writing pad. Oh, okay, hang on. Let me go up to uh, my planner here, my phone planner. Okay, hang on a second there. Prophetess.
3: Oh. It is berry. How do you, bear, how do you spell berries? B
1: e r r y. Okay. Okay, phone number again? 804.
0: 804. 585.
1: 585. 4858. 45. No, 4858. Okay, 4858. Mm-hmm. Let me repeat from the beginning
0: so I get this right. 804-585-4858. Yes, and since you're calling for Canada, you know you got to dial one first.
1: Yes, I know that. See, when I call you, you don't pay nothing. I, I, I get the charges. Okay. That's if you have unlimited minutes on your cell phone.
0: Uh, yeah, I have unlimited
1: minutes. Okay. And and you see, the reason why I ask other people, they have a landline phone. If I call them on a landline phone, they don't pay the charges. But the, uh, one man of government one night, he called me. And I was really disturbed in my spirit. I knew that he was going to get slapped with a bill around six, $700 because we were on the phone line for about 8, 9, 10 hours. I said, "Are you covered?" He said, "Oh yeah, I'm covered." Well, I said, "I have, I know that you're not. Are you shaming me on this public line?" I said, "No." I said, "You're going to find out the hard way." He said, Well, you don't have no right to no call to talk to me that way. He got offended, woman of God. You know what? The next day he calls me up. He said, "Call me back because I'm not covered." So I called him back under his landline phone. He called me, but you see, he did not have international coverage to Canada he gets a phone bill over $600 because of his stubbornness of his own willful human mind. I knew in my spirit that he wasn't covered. The Lord told me. (laughs) But you know, some people are pig-headed. So some of the people I know in the United States that that are friends with me, if they have a line-line phone and I call them, they... They they don't pay I pay, but if they uh, I know Larry he got international coverage right Larry? Yes sir. So because how much are you paying a month for, for extra for the international coverage?
2: It's ten dollars.
1: Okay, so in his phone plan he can call me in Canada and and he don't pay any, any extra for minutes. It's all covered in his plan.
2: Just
4: to be sure, did you have a
1: question? <laughs> okay, Larry. Good. Now, uh, Providence Barry, after Larry closes the room. Is it too late now for me to call you? No. Uh uh-uh. Okay, I'll call you right after this. Larry closes. Larry, I didn't mean to grieve or quench the spirit. And you forgive me, brother.
2: Oh, that's fine, sir.
1: Okay, thank you, brother.
2: Yeah, I, th- I thank God, I thank God for God's chosen. I thank God for Minister Michelle. I thank God for Evangelist Constance, and uh, I just want to tell everybody thank y'all for. Your patient, but it blesses me truly. I can listen to God's word all day, every day.
1: And Prophet Larry, one Father. more thing. One more thing. I want to ask Prophet Minister Michelle that she will pray in her prayer closet and ask God to speak to preachers in the United States and women of God that they would be blessed in grace with the finances to bring me to the United States to their groups and, and, and minister the word of God. Because I don't have the, I don't have the finances to take you know, just hop on a bus. I don't even have a, have a car. But I know the car's coming because a woman of God from the United States last week prophesied to me. There's a man that's going to bless you with a car. And I know that man's in the U.S. He's not Canadian. But who he is, I don't know. So, Minister Michelle, if you could keep that in prayer, and some of you are online that have an intercessory ministry, keep that in prayer that God will open. I know the door's already open. I just got to walk. Got to walk through it in faith. You still got to have that contact. See, I've got a passport and I can't, go to the places until i get the 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 invitation uh from these people okay back to you brother i'm sorry forgive
2: me praise god um do anyone have any comments before we uh come to a close is there any comments or confirmations
0: um this michelle i just wanted to say um i appreciate the message and the time that you and um Past I get the titles mixed up, but Pastor Raymond um, gave one tonight. It was, it was really on 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 time message, and I just want
1: to thank you. Give all the praise and the glory to Jesus, cause I'm nothing in myself.
3: Praise God. Uh, anyone else? God, yes, praise. 12. Where are you from?
1: Are they still online, Larry? That's uh, me, Prophet. Uh, that's Angela. <laughs> Lord's chosen. I'm sorry. Oh, that's Angela? Yeah. Angela, what's the last name? Brennan. Do I know you? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago uh, you gave me your prophecy. Okay. Prophetess, is, is that is that Angela Prentice? Yeah. Well, so Prophetess, were you one of the people that sold a, a seed into my ministry a while back? Yes. Okay, Larry, can I give this to her?
2: Oh yes, go bless. Let's Lord use.
1: God says the amount you sold to me, He's going to send it back to you in money fifty times. <laughs> what? Get ready! Don't don't let the devil now whisper to you and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard that before." If he can get you to doubt what the prophet is saying, you lose it instantly. God, I heard it in the spirit. God told me to tell you, the seed that you sowed to me in that in that financial amount that you sowed, you're going to get it back in the amount of fifty times that amount. And then when you get that amount, I, not, when is it going to happen? I don't know. I'm not a busybody. I don't tell God when 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 to do it. That's it. that's up to him. <laughs> Here's something I'll share a testimony. I give a prophetic word to a prophetess, Penny Grace from from North Carolina. I said God's going to. She sold me a hundred dollars. I said God's going to bless that a hundred, no, a, a thousand fold, which is the amount will be $100,000. I said, could it be when, when, when that God already spoke to you before we came on online on today? I, I called her up at her home in North Carolina. I said, did God speak to you that when you get that, the tithe from that $100,000, which will be $10,000, that you're going to send it back to me? She said, you're hearing from Father. She said, amen. I said, praise God, Hallie. I freaked out. You already heard it from God. So woman of God, the amount that you sowed to me, imagine, multiply that 50 times. So when you get that that amount, when that amount comes to you, God is going to speak to you. I'm not going to say he's going to speak to you to sow it to me. He's going to speak to you to sow it to a, a person's ministry. When he does, and only 10% of it. That's all, just a tithe on it. Now some people, now now Prophetess uh, Penny, she don't, she don't have a, a, a home church where... She goes to a home church, but she—they don't recognize her and let her preach in the pulpit. So she's an apostle waiting to to get a congregation. Yet she when she come online in her prayer meeting, hey Larry, that the place has grown to 20 people now.
3: Praise God.
1: I could say a whole lot more, but I want to let Larry close here because I need to be quiet.
2: Oh, go no, ahead. Uh, can, I, can I
1: say, no. Prophet Larry? Go here. Years ago, when she was just an evangelist, I said, when are you going to step into the office of, of a prophet? She said, I've been procrastinating. She said, by the way, I don't know you, but I know you're from Canada, but I know, you're, I, know, I know Father speaking out of your mouth to me. So when she obeyed the word of the Lord in my mouth, she stepped into the office of the prophet. God gave her talk show. The ministry that you see on talk show today is a result of God's word in my mouth. Nothing to do with Prophet Raymond, but God's word in my mouth let Christ be high and, and exalted and lifted up high and let Raymond be abased. I'm not looking for glory. I hear prophets saying, give me the glory. Really? Do you really know what you're asking for? Double the trouble, man. <laughs> People want the glory but did not sanctify, don't got the fire, man, they dropped dead die prematurely the fire comes after you're sanctified so what happened I told her after that not long after that I said woman of God because you sowed another seed to me God told me to give you this prophetic word God's going to ordain you and license you in the office of an apostle and you're going to meet a bishop she went to a, a restaurant somewhere in North Carolina and she met this bishop and the bishop said, God told me to license Rodinho as an apostle. And she got, like, he, he got all got ordination papers as an apostle to that man of God. But she's no longer with that man's ministry. She was just there for a season. So truth is for problem what he speaks. So so what, what's happening? The governmental apostle in me is raising up men and women in different parts of the United States and other parts of the world to become apostles over their little flock. Paul planted churches, brothers and sisters. But he never pastored them because he was not foundational. He was government governmentals planters, but they don't they don't pastor them. But they can give a prophetic word and say, Yea says the Spirit, of the Lord, you sister over there, you're an elder. And you will now be the apostle and the the pastor of this little flock in your home. Because when Jesus started his ministry, he only started with twelve brothers and sisters. When you start your first pastor, your first church, if you have more than twelve members in your church, you're gonna have a church split within three years, three to five years. You're gonna you're going to see a congregation, if you had a congregation of 500 people or 1,000 people, you're going to lose it right down to 12. I've seen it happen every time because they don't have the grace for 1,000 people. Jesus said if you're faithful in the little, you're faithful in the much. If you're unfaithful in the little, you're unfaithful in the much. When Jesus started his first church and his little group, he had 12. Why Why is it Joel Osteen is, is, is you know, some of you, I hope some of you are not supporting Joel Osteen, by the way. Joel Osteen was on Larry King Live, and he's made the statement. I heard it with my own ears. We, we, Larry King said, "Do you support uh, 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 Mormons? Oh, Mormons are brothers and sisters, and they're going up in the rapture. They're going to heaven with us." Well, that's a lie. And then Joel Osteen got a break in. Now his father, if his father were alive today, boy, he, 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 he pulled back his his fist and punch him out. What a shame. And Joel Osteen has an anointing right from the devil. Oh, some of you don't like I said. Oh, you shouldn't touch. He's the Lord's anointed. Are you sure he's the Lord's anointed, brothers and sisters? How come that church don't believe in casting out devils? These signs shall fall. Then I believe my name is cast out devils. How come there was a robbery in that church there? What was it this year, Larry, or last year? They was robbed over what? Four or five hundred thousand in the church safe? And Prophet Brian Carden made a statement about a few months ago. He said the churches that don't have the glory this hour are going to be robbed. And the, some of the preachers are going to be killed. That man in South Carolina did not have the foundational office of apostle, and prophet in his church. That's why he just barely made it to heaven. Larry, I know the Lord told me just barely made it in. Four of his congregations that were that were shot to death are are burning in hell right now because they don't have the foundational in their in their in their lives. Only the pastor, evangelist, and teacher. The churches today that don't allow the apostle and prophets, they will have counterfeit manifestations of demon power operating in there. Because when you remove the prophet or the prophetess, you give permission for Jezebel and King Ahab to move in, and Python and Leviathan and every unclean spirit of hell can move in that church. Counterfeits will operate in the churches where there are no foundational prophets and apostles. You remove the foundations of these preachers, and you know you will never make the rapture church.
3: Do I get an amen on it, uh, uh, Apostle uh, Charita? Amen.
1: <laughs> okay, Larry, it's yours. I, I better shut up. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that happened at his church uh, in 2014. over $600,000. That's
1: right.
3: Because
1: they didn't have the glory of God in that church. They don't even have the apostle and prophet in that church. And you know what sickens me, Larry? That Joyce Meyer, who's an anointed woman of God, she's got the Holy Spirit. She got the anointing. And and one of her favorite friends in the faith is Joel Osteen. How can that be? How many of you knew, ever heard of uh, uh, Rick Warren, Pastor Rick Warren from California? and one of the biggest churches in the United States. This year, his son committed suicide, and he's burning in hell. When you commit suicide, you do the unpardonable sin. And he announced to his church membership that, that, that in their church, we don't believe in casting out devils. Mark 16:18 is not for today. So whenever people hear voices of demons, present, they send it to see a psychiatrist. His son was under psychiatric care as a psychiatrist for 10, 20 years. As a child, the devil would torment him all the time. And Rick Warren doesn't believe in casting out devils. He doesn't believe in the baptism of the spirit. You know what's going to happen to him when he stands before Jesus? Depart from me, I never knew you, Rick Warren. He's a worker of iniquity. And people want to be connected with him. Hmm. People think I'm too judgmental. Well, if I tell you of all the preachers that dropped dead under under God's word in my mouth, my Lord. David Wilkerson prophesied against Benny Hinn and said that 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 who was he to curse people? That spoke against his ministry. When it was God that spoke to Benny Hinn. And it was God inside Benny Hinn. That spoke to curse not Benny Hinn. And and and, 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 and when David Wilkinson slandered him. David Wilkinson died by a, a tandem truck. A, a semi. ran him off the road there and killed him. And the Lord told me. He says I permitted that to happen. So he could die and go to heaven. And not be cast into hell. Because Benny Hinn is the Lord's anointed. Dangerous when one anointed man of God. speaks against another one. Be careful, brothers and sisters. It's dangerous. But if you baptize in fire, then God inside you judges that ministry and that person unto repentance. If you see your brother's sin a sin that's not unto death, you pray for him. But if it's unto death, you can't pray for him. They're already damned. See? Touch not my anointing. Do my promise no harm. Okay, Larry.
2: <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. God, you awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Uh, I want to tell everybody, anybody who has PayPal, and if you want to bless the man of God, uh, Prophet Raymond, Apostle Raymond, yeah, uh, I, I put it on the website. Uh, on the chat is X Ray. I poor. It's X R A Y. No, wait a minute. You made a
1: mistake there, Larry.
2: Oh.
1: It's X ray I. There's no S on the end.
2: Oh it's no S. Oh, no no me.
1: no S. So X ray I E Y E at Outlook.com. Don't put an S there after the E.
4: Okay. If you just add excuse that
1: you. S there it's not gonna go through. You know someone the other day they sent me a love offer op- was gonna send me a love offering and they put the word X like E X. I said, No get rid of the E, it's just the X and ray X ray I said I'm a prophet, I have x-ray eyes, I'm a seer. So what's my first name is Raymond, Ray for short. So here, there's the eyes, there's the eye. <laughs> so if you put x-ray eyes at outlook.com, only if God speaks to you, brothers and sisters, if God don't speak, don't, we're not forcing here, I'm not, I'm not one of these preachers to go around taking up offerings, I don't do that. What Larry is saying is that if God speak to you, to sew and listen. It does, I don't care if you just sow one dollar or five or fifty cents or, or seven pennies. I know a woman. I know a woman that was a street lady. She sowed seven twelve pennies into an evangelist ministry, and he was so ashamed. And God told him, "Don't you 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 receive that money? That's all she has. She was blessed with twelve thousand dollars shortly after that because she sold twelve cents. So if all you can give is one dollar or five dollars, sow it." Not asking you to sell hundred dollars, $1, a thousand dollars. I don't operate that way. <clears throat> I know Prophet Brian Carr, and he went up to Benny Hinn, and he said, "God told me you're to give me ten thousand dollars right now." Now that's boldness that I I don't operate in that dimension. I hope I never operate in that dimension, Larry. And Benny Hinn said, "Well," he said, Prophet Brian. He says, "What if I don't get the money?" He says, "I will personally refund you every every dime, every 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 dollar." The following day, a woman named Linda went up to Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn don't know her. She gave him a certified check for one hundred thousand dollars because the day before he sold, Benny Hinn sold ten thousand dollars to be, to Prophet Brian Carnes Ministry. <laughs> well, I would love you know to sell something like that, but you see, I don't do it for the money. Freely I receive, freely I give. I don't care about the money, but the money is only needed for. For, for, for to pay for expenses, gasoline, for, for a car, for, for, for motel rooms. And brothers and sisters, if I ever come to the United States to visit you, people, don't put me in a hotel or motel where there was fornication, adultery in there, and bed bugs. I will not go stay there. I will stay in your homes. That's what I believe in. I'll stay in your homes where the Spirit of God is. Don't put me in a hotel because I'll turn you down. I'll take my sleeping bag and go sleep outside. <laughs> So what Larry is saying, if you want to sow seeds, go ahead and feel free to do it. I won't reject it. The only way God can bless you is when you sow. And some of you have sown and you've sown and you've sown and you've sown. And thus say the Lord. In 2016, you're going to see a full return from everything you sowed in the last seven years, says the Spirit of the living God. Okay, Larry, it's yours.
2: Amen. So X-ray. At Outlook.com, if you want to, A- to X ray I time. It's
1: X-Ray-I. Here, let me singular. put it on the screen. Let, let I'll put it
2: on, it. It on there. Okay.
1: X-Ray-I without the S.
2: At Outlook.com.
1: Yeah, you got it. That's it, right?
2: Yeah. Singular. I singular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amen. Um, I want to thank God for everybody. Thank God for your patience.
1: You know, Larry, because of your blessing, your love offering, and, and others that sold, I was able to, to acquire a Windows DVD, uh, 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 um, Windows Seven pre Home Premium program that, that fits 16 uh, bit. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, I mean 32 bit and 64 bit. And I'm waiting for Thank it to you. come in the mail because I got two. I, I got I got two computers there that are almost finished, and I need that Windows Seven program to get them rebooted, just like new. And now I'm able to do that. I'll tell you a secret, brothers and sisters. When you meet Prophet Larry's needs, God will meet your needs. Because you can't reap until you what? Until you sow. That's how it works in the kingdom. (laughs) If you sow a seed for banana trees, you're not going to get an orange tree. (laughs) I gave a prophetic word to a woman years ago from Mexico I said, I said, Lord, your fruits are gonna, your 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 potatoes are gonna go four or five hundred pounds each. Your 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 tomatoes are gonna be six seven hundred pounds. And the woman, the daughter came online. She said, My mother already has this kind of vegetables in her garden. People, people don't understand why they're gigantic. And I'll make this real quick. I said, I, You tell your mother, t- she said, take ten percent of the tithe, and put men of God and women of God on on radio and TV. She said, Oh, my mother does it for free. She won't do that. So seven, nine years later, this year she came to me, she said, I said, how's your mother's garden doing? The year after you spoke that word, the garden was cursed, it dried up, never grew another giant vegetable in there because she would not, she was stubborn, this is at the sin of idolatry. She didn't want to sell the vegetable to make a profit on it, to use for God's ministry. He was selfish. And it died after that. But Larry... That that young woman, her her husband, who came against me and 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 Benny Hinn, he was dying of 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 terminal AIDS. He had AIDS in the hospital. God sent three prophets to him for, that didn't know each other with a prophetic word. And, and 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 when he knew that word was in confirmation of what I had spoken to him, and he came against me, called me a false prophet. In the hospital, he repented. God restored his health to his body. Because of the prophetic word I gave her, the, 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 the woman's daughter, who was obedient to the Lord. She's in her 30s today, 30s or 40s. She said, I've been all over the world because of that word in your mouth. Because of that word in your mouth, 47 members of my husband's family, mother and father, aunts and uncles, nieces and nephews, all gave their hearts to Jesus. And they are spirit filled. I said, wow, what a miracle of God. I, didn't, I never knew that. So, Larry, you don't know who you're going to prophesy into. It's going to produce fruit sometimes, maybe 10 years down the road. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I didn't take no credit for what she told me. I said, Jesus, you see, I said, see, Lord, you spoke those words out of my mouth, and look what you did. I stay humble, brothers and sisters. Watch out for people that want to tap you in the back and say, oh, I got to have your anointing, Prophetess Sharita. I got to have your anointing, Larry. I got to have your anointing, Sister Michelle. You stay away from believers like that. They're hypocrites. They'll suck you dry, like a spiritual vampire. And then when when you got no more anointing, goodbye. I don't know you. And see, when you got the fire of God inside you, nobody can rob the anointing from you because that fire'll burn them, man. Oh yeah, it'll burn them. It'll protect you. Your heart, 'cause that's the issue of the heart. That uh, I better shut up. Oh Larry, come on, close close up, Larry. Close up.
2: Praise God. Thank
3: you, Jesus.